somewhere in space. This may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes and aliens from a thousand worlds a billion years in the making Starburst Radio the greatest radio show in the universe every Sunday 9pm until midnight Exclusive to Manchester Radio Online. All the latest movie, TV and entertainment news and reviews. All completely free. Check us out on StarburstMagazine.com Welcome to Starburst Radio at Manchester Radio Online. I feel very underwhelmed after such a grand introduction like that. Uh, but don't forget, anyone listening on the podcast, they don't get that. So, oh. best to explain what they missed. Yeah, that was the theme tune from the original Battlestar Galactica. Yep. Good, wasn't it? It's very good. And when you signed, they used it again in the... Um in the, in the new one yeah. re- reboot. Well every time you had a military march that. Or an occasion they, Where there'd be flag waving Or a parade or whatever on the decks Like certainly in the first episode And then later on if there's a ceremony they, you know, They'd use it as kind of their military theme Because oh, cool. it's a, quite a strident march to it Hasn't it? That's oh no why. it's fantastic So you know it's, it's pretty good Yeah Yeah so 
Well, well, we need to apologise because we've been away. It's not the first time this has happened. I'm sorry. It's it's not his fault. He was poorly. Yeah. There you go. But that's all that happened, isn't it? Yeah. You were poorly, and about three weeks, four weeks before that, (laughs) I lost my voice, so we couldn't do it. Yeah. Oh, it's just pathetic, isn't it? And then we've missed a few because we've had magazine deadlines. But we we're pretty doing all right at the moment. We're both healthy, and the magazine's up to date. Well, you you're recovering a bit. Slowly but surely. You know, and and I've got some Red Bull to keep me awake. Yep. Yeah, well, there you go. We'll be fine. We'll be good. But a long one. Not uh, kick this week. I'd only use Red Bull. And this is my last plug if they don't pick up on this if they don't pick up on this soon it's it's finishing i will start to endorse another energy drink Restless. and and obviously Relentless, with sorry i can't say i will the highest bidder right merciless on this we will be you know <laughs> people gotta learn they there's a lot of lot of people listening do you reckon no i don't i'm not sure in manchester anyway, i know i know i know two people thing. Tonight. Not tonight, no one's listening. They're all, yeah, anybody in Manchester tonight, you'll be at the Stone Roses gig. I appreciate that. But if you're listening to us, you're probably going to have a better time only because you won't be sharing bodily space with <laughs> chavs. Two people who are listening. Yep. Unzi, Martin Unsworth. Is he? Yeah, he's, uh, he's on Twitter, pimping us out. I hope he's all right. <coughs> and JD, JD yeah. Gillum. I haven't, right, se- I haven't seen Martin for ages, and you know really what? There was a little bit of me that was thinking I might bump into him today. because oh, yeah, I went. you've had an interesting day. I've had a very bloody interesting day, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll get, I'll get into it a little bit later, but yeah, there was an event on that we've been promoting on Starburst, because it's a sort of joint venture, Starburst and Fab Cafe have been uh, working with... Last not anywhere. We're still involved. We've been helping no end to promote it, haven't we? You know, it was a... It was, um, how can I describe it? It was a script in hand. Um, Ooh. You see, I, a script in hand. When someone first mentioned this to me, I sort of got what it was. <laughs> but the best way of describing it, I was told, was Radio Plus. If you like Big Finish and you like these audio extended radio universe Plus. things. Yeah. What? TV? No. Meaning that Theater. it's like listening to a Big Finish play but they're there in front of you, the actors, and they've got a script, and you're, you're in the studio with them, kind of, while they're doing it. That's what it's supposed to be like, which it, it kind of was. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, I'll get into it a little bit later. Um, yeah, we've been building up to that for a while, and, and Paul Darrow, who used to play Avon from Blake 7, he was the big pull and the big attraction for it, and, uh, yeah, it, it was busy. Yeah. 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 It's time. I'll, I'll get into it later. Um, I will. It's 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 once you start, you wouldn't stop, and we'll save it for a little bit. It's and, and also I've got less chance of of people hearing it who maybe <coughs> were involved in the production. Um, <laughs> if I say it a little bit later, because I know they'll be uh, tucked up in bed or whatever. So where's Mr. Darrow now? Is he? Uh, it's on his way out. back home. Well, he's had a bad bad. Term, turn of events, you see, um, because about six weeks ago, the 
his wife died and it's his wife of uh, quite a long time he's not someone who's had about 17 wives and just picks up a new one every five minutes like a lot of these media types do I'm not <laughs> generalising there but some do don't they media types it's media types right. a bit like you you're a media type now yeah. this is what happens we get a t- touch of power and, and we just get all the all these crazy ideas and we just keep changing changing partners every no. five minutes no. it's what happens so it's what I've been told three years now no no no, that's, that's a blink of an eye in show business. That you know the um, you know what I mean. Right. You'll be you'll be. It's one of them. Gets forced on you, but we're different. We're we're immune to all this. But but yeah, he, he has been very 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 um, happily married, and that's very sad. So he didn't cancel the event though. They're very commendable. So he came up and did it, and believe me, um, some of the things that I'm going to tell you a bit later, you'll probably think that maybe he he maybe thinks maybe he wished he had of cancelled the event, but we'll get into that. Okay. Oh yeah. Right. Well, it takes a lot for me to be um, like, say I've I've seen something new. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've seen Uh, something new. Well, I've not heard any of this. No, I've seen something new today. we we have uh, possibly I've heard I've heard the best well you're not alone because there was a huge article on it in the Manchester Evening News yes Manchester Evening News yet when there's a big event on and you want to put a whole page in your newspaper all about it with all pictures and da 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 maybe you should put the correct time on it was on at one o'clock on Sunday not eight o'clock why would anybody put a play on at that time later on in the day when there's a Stone Roses gig on and all the rest of it and um, you'd just be descended upon by drunken buffoons? Or baboons. <laughs> Probably both. Oh, we are in Manchester. Yeah, it's hard to tell, though, isn't it? You, you Simeon ancestry, because they're just wandering around the street and they sort of walk Is like they, monkeys, they don't do, they? And they, but they have yeah. a very monkey look. Yeah, they also. do have a monkey look. The Liam Gallagher sort of uh, Ian Brown. thing. Yeah, Ian Brown. It's, it's that Manchester thing. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what? I love Manchester. I hate Manchester. I hate all that sort of stuff. But we're on total incident in the, you know the uh, oldie times. I think I think, I think that Manchester reading in yeah. Manchester. I think you're probably right. Um, Let's look into that. We we really are sort of biting the hand that feeds us because probably the first track on after our show finishes will probably be the Stone Roses. But hey, no. never mind, Orion Brown, because this is Manchester Radio Online and it's the heart of Manchester and it represents all things Manchester and embraces that kind of music. Yep. But I think it's a bag of shit. Got a tweet already. Hey, really? It's happening, isn't it? That's why people are getting involved, aren't they? Do you remember the last time we were on? It was a disaster, wasn't it, with the phone ends? Yeah, yeah, <gasps> it was, yeah, yeah. It broke, wasn't it? What broke? Everything broke. Nothing worked that night. No, you Nothing. Meant to answer the phone in the middle of a show. No, that was the week before. The week before. Here's the irony. The th- the week you're talking about, oh, I answered I the phone to a caller, and the caller was asking about a sacked radio presenter. Yeah, let's. Look and then and then the again. following week, the yeah. following week, I went right. Everybody, phone in. We're having a big chat about Prometheus, yeah. And then it phoned in and it didn't work. Yeah. Well, why couldn't it have been broke the week before? <coughs> yeah. Captain Poppin on Twitter. Who? Captain Poppin. What are, what are his powers? AKA Poppin. Uh, Is he like a pop- body popper? Is that what he does? I don't know. Maybe Captain Poppin. Maybe he or she will uh, email back, tweet back. Sorry. I want to know what your powers are. Anyway, this. What's oh, your origin do you story? You want to know what they're saying or not? Yeah. 
Well, okay. Changing changing partners is a lot. Uh, sorry, I'll start that again. Go on. Changing partners a lot is a little different to not caring about to caring if your partner dies. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. What's that? The, what's uh, that uh, mean? That's what does, what does that mean? I'm not sure. I like it. Don't know what it means, but it's it's good. Also, I agree. I stumbled think. across a few words that I can't breathe out my nose properly, and it's it's tripping me up. You need to take them chips out of it. <coughs> Moving on. Yes. What's this one, the Fiction Stroker at Fiction Stroker. Fiction Stroker on my blog for robots slash stormmine. Ah, that's what you went to see. It is, uh, but enjoyable and challenging stuff. Much better than Stone Roses. There yeah, you know, it, he it, was there. It was. She was there. It was. Yeah. <coughs> I don't think I quite share that opinion. Okay. And be it B and D. It's hard well, for me. But, there. but enjoyable and challenging. Yeah, no, it's I'll give you the butts. I'll oh, fill the okay. butts in. And and being and just in the honest disclosure, as we know anyone listening to the show knows I've been involved and uh, created Fab a long time ago and obviously I would be one to Fab that? Cafe, the cult TV movie theme bar uh, where's that on located? Portland Street and also on um, oh my god I nearly didn't remember Woodhouse Lane then, Woodhouse Lane in Leeds, Leeds yeah. I see, I, that's because I haven't been there for a bit. Both great venues they are wonderful and, and I am biased and obviously I'm just saying that that means that I was, I'm going to be <coughs> favourable towards this thing but I'm afraid that I have to be honest with you so, there we go. Okay. What else are we going to do on this show? We are just going to catch up on lots and lots of news because we didn't cover anything. Of our pants. We are, yeah. Something. We're going to we're going to have a break in a minute so that we can, um, you know, get some music on that you won't be hearing if you're on the podcast. We got to stop mentioning the music because we're going in podcast and people go, okay. oh, we didn't hear they that. Can, if they, you're listening on podcast and you're missing out on the music, then you should have been listening now. He's not putting that that daft voice on, by the way. He really has got a cold. But it is. If I, I was going to put a filter that gives Chris a cold on this desk, that it, it sounds just like that. It's a comedy cold voice. That I've had this for a week now. It's good. Over a week. It's very realistic. I think it's cancer. No, it's not. You've got a cold. If it, do you think you've got the cancer from this microphone? The microbes that have been been in it. I've seen the other people in here. I know. Oof. Hey, we had a nice empty studio when we came in. It's lovely. Oh well, I'm not naming names. No, it's all right. Controversial. Not really. Anyway, no, because we haven't mentioned names, have we? Or weights. Um, anyway. In. Studio at Manchester Radio. Yeah, that'd online. be nice. Yeah, email in. Com. We'll have a chat and we'll go through stuff because we've got a lot of news. Steve we've got an awful lot of news. Anything. We're yeah. not bothered. Yeah. Clearly. It's very clearly. Right, well, we will have <coughs> our, our first little break and we'll be back momentarily, I think is the, a posh word to use. Mm. Never underestimate the power of a woman I have been sent here by the President of the Republic of Earth Hopefully to save you Particularly when that woman is Jane Fonda as Barbarella Her name is Barbarella And you can see her do her thing In a motion picture that makes science fiction something else Ow! Oh, stop! 
good many dramatic situations begin with screaming. She's the most beautiful creature of the future. She's Barbarella. A Barbarella Sacadella never... Paramount Pictures presents a Dino De Laurentiis production with Jane Fonda as Barbarella, directed by Roger Vadim. Barbarella, Barbarella. Barbarella in Panavision and Technicolor from Paramount Pictures, a Gulf and Western company. Suggested for mature audiences. Email studio at manchesterradioonline.com And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Manchester Radio Online. Yep. Dot com. What are we going to start with? Dot com, I just added it out. But if they're listening to it, they know it is anyway, because they're listening to it. Anyway, what are you you doing? I don't know, I've got notes. Oh, good. Yeah. I I didn't know we did that, that's good. We don't usually. It's a step forward, isn't it? It's printed out the website, basically. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well... We have an email here. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's Mr. Paul Seeley. That's hey. good. Um, great to have you back. Hope Chrissy's better. Starburst Mac has finally hit WH Smith's Norwich. Great read. Settling down to the show while playing Dead Space 2. Fantastic. That's great. Lovely. That's it. I couldn't think of anything better. A magazine like that. We're talking bollocks, and you're playing an awesome game that everybody tells me to play the Dead Space games. Uh, I've heard about it. Oh, apparently they're really, really good. They made a CGI movie, didn't they, as well? Yeah. To accompany it. Not seen that. I didn't, I didn't see it because I didn't want to ruin Firefly the Firefly rip-off. I don't know. Somebody I've not seen it. And I was horrified by how many similarities there was to the oh, universe. Surely not. Yeah. No, I, I, am, right. I haven't heard dead, that. Dead Space, but there was... There was dead uh, Space is very, Reapers very... in it. No, uh, the Reapers, the Reapers, um, oh no, not the Reapers, there are things that look like the Reapers in, um... No, the, the Reavers in the, in Firefly, Firefly. Yeah, yeah. And so oh, right, oh, yeah, there, there was Reapers in there, so there was a well, few more things I've not that played I, was, it. I was kind of uh, horrified by. I'm just, I've not See, played it. Us, no, are you sure it's this one? It. No, I'm not sure, that's what I just said. Because mm, yeah. not, I've not heard that. So too many uh, similarities there for my liking. But yeah, Appar- like apparently uh, it's it, it's supposedly a a fantastic game. I don't have time. Yes, I've okay. still got uh, unwrapped at home. Yeah, uh, Uncharted Three. No, well, there you go. Yeah, not had any time to play it. You need to get it done before Uncharted Four comes out. Uh, when's that? It's a couple of years. Uh, I right. get it finished okay. and the downloadable content. It might be enough time. I never know, dear. Yeah. Anyway, so, well, I watched The Strangers for the first time on Friday. After all this time, I finally got round to watching it. Oh, f- full glory. Oh, oh, and in the in my cinema room, <coughs> that film was unbelievable because of the, the surround sound. There was knocking at doors, banging all over. It was brilliant. It's, very it's better than movie. Better than watching it at the cinema, I swear. It well, felt like people were going to... It felt like Seriously. someone was going to come crashing through the door. It was brilliant. There's been a lot of uh, discussion on our Twitter feed today about cinema rage. We might get to that later on. Cinema rage? Yeah. Oh, I um, can't wait. I can't wait. Experiences at, at the cinema. You're saying how good it, it, how good that was. To oh, watch it was. Yeah. In your own home yeah. yesterday. I agree. Mm. I'd rather watch everything at home. Mm. No. But that's Sorry, tragic, it, though, isn't it? It is tragic. Yeah, we've we've talked about it. Before. Cinema cinema is under threat, then, isn't it? Uh, I mean, but but I remember. I mean, surely this has always been bad because there's always been people that are noisy in the cinema. There have always wrong. been people. You're wrong. 
Okay. You're wrong. They've no, I'm d- I'm asking. I don't I don't know. Exactly. Yes, there've always been people that are uh, Talk unpleasant too loud, to yeah. be around. Yeah, yeah, but now they have smartphones also. Yeah. So they're bringing these things out. They're texting. Yeah. Everyone's brains are shot. Uh, there's got no attention spans anymore. I will say this: I don't understand why people cannot leave their phone. Just for an hour, two hours, there's a film on. Why do you have to check your phone unless you have a terminally ill relative? (laughs) Yeah, why do you have to check your fucking phone? Sorry, language. You might tweet at any time. Yeah, yeah, why? why? Yeah, yeah, but it's not a relative, though, is it? It's it's some some knob that they know who's talking about oh hello mate just watching whatever on tv just doing that and they go yeah i'm at the cinema uh watching whatever yeah and and that is a pointless waste of time that conversation all the time here we go it was uh martin earlier on uh, martin gormley uh, goes by uh, neo55506 i know the man yep yes uh what's your thoughts on people tweeting their observations on a film while watching it for the first time snap the thumbs off yeah snap their thumbs off in a violent serial killer sort of way yeah um as i said i'm serious about it too much strangers it's got i'm seriously of that opinion i've I've said it i even wrote it in the in a column once in the in the mag that i i can imagine a serial killer that's just had enough of this and just targets people he puts up with it while they're actually maybe he puts up with it while they're in the cinema or maybe he does a Dexter and he does them while they're actually there and they just find the sleeping corpse in the seat but it's it's there's some very very obnoxious horrendous people out there and they a kid get punched out once by a fully grown man yeah for not shutting up yeah yeah that didn't end and I'm supposed to think that that's bad well no but I don't uh, no, you should, the kid was obnoxious. He was a troublemaker. Yeah, yeah. So he kind of deserved it. I'm he glad. It, I'm glad. The police did not see it that way. Though. Of course they, they don't. No. Escorted off premises. Yeah. Oh yeah. well. Oh well. I hope yeah. you covered it up. We. T- I tried. I hope you erased the tape. I tried. He raised a tape or redid it, do a bit of CGI so it looked like he had the little kid had a gun. Just <laughs> <laughs> put a gun in there. That's what I'd have done. Yeah. It's what you need. Oh. Here we go, uh, uh, Jason X <coughs> on Twitter. He said earlier on, I'd like to ram their smartphones and iPads up their arse sideways. I don't think anyone's using an iPad in the cinema. It's not got that bad yet, has it? I have never seen that. No, you're kidding me. No, <laughs> no, you couldn't. It'd be the irony, though, yeah? You, you got the iPad on you and then this, you're halfway through this film and you just fire up Netflix, <laughs> put the earphones in. Be watching somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, that's how ridiculous it is, though. Why? Why? <coughs> d- d- there is nothing that won't wait two hours. See, really? That, that's, is there? That's spread into a conversation about yeah. you know, uh, about other types of cinema rage, and you know, not not just for phones and uh, just people's experiences. And uh, this this was a funny one. It was uh, it was uh, JD JD Gillen actually. Oh yeah. Uh, he said, uh, during the Avengers, some random guy sat by himself and said, safe, to himself over and over, then left 30 minutes before the end. <laughs> safe. See, the problem safe. is... I'm sorry yeah. about that, JD, that yeah. was me. But the I, problem I love, is, I just I know, you just love winding people up, don't it. you? Yeah. No. The thing, the thing is, their cinema 
hate to broach this subject, but you do get some mentally ill people that are kicking about, and the cinema is oh. quite a nice, cosy place for them oh. to spend two hours where it's not rainy, it's not horrible. They probably can't even remember how to get home sometimes. Hey, uh, They're a bit confused, oh, and, and I, I'm I'm aware that that can happen. Right, but if it's a screamer... Oh, well, that's bad news, isn't it? Yeah. That's bad news. Leave them at home. But you Seriously. see... Go bowling. The bowling... The, I'm talking the about, I'm talking about adult, adults that are a bit confused, that are a bit mentally challenged, shall we say, and they end up... They, they do like the comfort of, of a cinema. It's warm, it's nice. There's pretty imagery up there on the screen. and But the, the problem is, they, yeah, they are going to make... Uh, do some social... Misfit sort I, of behaviour. I'm only they? talking about extreme cases here. I mm. wasn't joking about the, the the screamer. Yeah, there was there was a, a person at our cinema who'd. Uh, I mean, is that his nickname? Be, well, uh, became his nickname. Yeah. I yeah. mean, what else are you going to do? Do you just bring a toddler in? Well, you can't ask him his name. He just screams in your face. Oh, right. No, it wasn't a toddler. Oh. It was a fully grown adult. Oh, okay, right. Totally got the wrong end of the stick. Thought yeah. you'd gone on to a, a situation where a guy was bringing a kid. No, I'm just saying... Who, that wouldn't show up. I, I, oh, right, he was I'm screaming, was he? but I do think some carers oh. take the piss. And you, yeah, you do yeah, know yeah. that carers get into the cinema for free. Yeah, yeah, I get through, that. Through a scheme. I know, and, yeah. you know, that's, that's a good thing. But some don't give a shit. They want to see the Avengers. All right. And they don't care well, well, whether um, they're... The person that they're caring. Well, what did you do then? What? How do you? How did you deal with that? Because you've got this carer bringing somebody in who's got a few issues and he's screaming his head off. It's a bit. It's a bit much. Clearly, clearly, there's the two sides to it. One, oh bless, he should be able to lead a normal life and go to see this cinema, uh, film and have the experience. But on the other side, everybody else is suffering. So, how do you? How do you deal with it? They suffered. I'm only talking about this pe- okay. specific, one specific case because scream, it was really, really extreme. So what did you do? Uh, I think people, the managers, it's up to the managers at the end of the day, isn't it? And they'll think, oh, oh, you can't let that turn, go on, okay? a blind eye because they really? just didn't want a lawsuit on their hands. Huh? Um, but there was some managers who, who were a little bit braver and just said, uh, uh, I'm sorry. In fact, I think as some uh, box office staff... Uh, yeah. Uh, stepped up eventually and went. I believe that this, that you will be disrupting other people in the in the cinema. Yeah. Well, that's not for them to say because they they will if the managers really want it they could of course them upstairs and have them suspended, of course, fired or whatever. Ultimately, is at the manager's discretion and uh, yeah, you can't let that years. go on though, can you? Well, really, really, you can't let really that go on. Me. No, you can't. You can't let that go on because because no, you ruin, you ruin uh, is it, is. the people. And this particular person, he didn't want to be there. Mm. He didn't know where he was. Yeah. But the carer, yeah, he wanted to see, you know, um, Nanny McPhee too. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I get it. A bit selfish behaviour. I it have known. Selfish. I have known. Um, people take very young children that they clearly know have a short attention span to a film and have really persevered with a kid even when they're screaming the place down because they are watching the film. And I have watched that. I've seen that happen. Um, 
that's a bit out of order as well, Definitely. I think. But there you go. God, we get we like the judge and jury here, aren't we? <laughs> We're calling time on the mentally handicapped and, and no, people of no, young no, children, no, 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 aren't no, we? Just that, well, just that just... Just a screamer. one case. Okay. Yes. And okay. I did not trust his carer at all. All right. Yeah. Poor guy, obviously. Heart goes out to him. Yeah. But flipping neck. My heart also goes out to the other 200 people in the auditorium. Ah, but you see, you know, you went about that the wrong way. You should have banned the, the carer for some weird, obscure reason that you, he could have trouble arguing. Because they haven't got a leg to stand on. He can't go and go, oh, I'm handicapped and you didn't let me in. We go, no, your handicapped friend can come in, but he's just not <laughs> capable of finding his way to pay and do anything. And you've got all the money, so there you go, ka-ching, yeah. winner. Mr. Trick, yeah. Yeah, no, go yeah. for the carer, get him done. He's done. Anyone knock out, knock out, cinema. knock out. It's, well, it's like one of these things. You want to um, destroy the Death Star. You know, you've got to go for something like, you know, a computer virus, knock out the nerve system, get the exhaust port, yeah? Got That's it. the carer. Yeah. He's, the carer is the thermal exhaust port of, of his screaming Death Star. <laughs> so... Yeah, so what else have we been? What else has been going on in the world? I, we, we've done, uh, we've done a good job on on the next issue of Starburst. That's coming out. It's a big Doctor Who special. Doctor Who series six. Yeah, special in it. Um, series seven. Oh, series seven. Gracious. You've got. We're dead now. You said that. No, You'll be saying there's only out. nine Doctors next. Something I, like that. Oh, I know. There's twelve. Oh, actually, technically. There is. Oh, that, 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 that's exactly what I meant. Technically, yeah. there is with Peter Cushing. Yes, he's was, not I canon though, but counting. he can be included. Peter Cushing, um, and there is also a bit of a. Uh, I think it's a bone of contention on Doctor Who with regards to how many actual regenerations have they only been eleven Doctors? We think they probably have because they've referred back to it. Um, but in one particular episode. It's, it calls it into question, you know. Oh, In really? the brain of Morbius, they start doing this mind probe or whatever on Tom Baker's Doctor, and it shows a load of other... It goes back and it goes through a couple of the Doctors, and it goes up, like, Patrick Trett and William Hartnell, yeah. And then there's some other guys... What? Pop up on screen. What? And are they are they uh, Morbiuses? Because Morbius is a Time Lord as well. So is, is the, are they Morbius' uh, regenerations or are they previous incarnations of the Doctor prior to William Hartnell? Wow. Have there actually been about 15 of these? I so don't know. who are the actors who played those peeps? I don't know. Can't remember. I want to get. I want to watch that bit again. I clarify. It's years ago since I've seen it, but I remember watching it at the time going, oh, God, this, 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 William Hartnell wasn't the first one. See what I mean? It's deep. Uh, it's deep. Man alive, it's deep. On that. that sounds good. I know. But I think it's explained uh, if you look at it. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think they're having a battle of minds or something, and it could be that those were incarnations of Morbius. But yeah. no, it, I think there's at least a chance that it was intended. But after that, they've just tidied it up and gone, no, clearly William Hartnell was the first one. But when you think about it, He's 900 years old, uh, whatever. Um, we've known him for 50 years now. Of yeah. the 900 years, was it's William Hartnell his first incarnation? Well, I think it was, because the episode Matt Smith comes in is called The Eleventh Hour. So, kind of canon. How come, uh, how come he, Hartnell, got uh, such a... Hart- wait, what? what am I saying? What, what are William you saying? William Hartnell. Yeah, William Hartnell, the first Doctor. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was Troughton, first Doctor. No, second Doctor. You're going to get us murdered. No, it's just me. You can you're take it on me. It's fine. Murdered. It's fine. You're getting him in the wrong order. Well, how come that fella... It's like getting the James Bond films in the wrong order. 
heresy. How, how could that fella got such a long run then? He didn't get a long. Oh yeah. He well, did. maybe he's, he lived to be quite old an old-looking. Uh, yeah, 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 catch yeah. Up with him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that maybe he was careful till then. And then he first maybe well, maybe it's he didn't meeting, get up to much, did he? Really? Maybe it's meeting the uh, companions that he met that made him think. Oh well, you know, I'm going to get more stuck in now. And because he got more stuck in, then he gets killed more. Good theory. That's it. See, we've we've going to get into this. I, I bet if Paul if Paul Mount was listening, he'll he'll know the sequence that I'm talking about. I think he is. He's on Twitter. Yes. Because yeah. we need to, we need we need clarity, clarity on that, and I don't think I've got time to have a look on YouTube for that bit while we're on. Not that I would, because it'd be clearly watching copyrighted material, which I shouldn't be. But Captain Poppins back. You, yeah, you want to know what he's. I do. I want to know what his origin so story as well. He's, he's just pretty good at making interesting net handles. Handles. Yeah, net handles. Yeah. Oh, okay. Names. That's it. That's a good, it's a good power, though, isn't it? Captain Poppins. It's a good power. <laughs> oh, I guess so, yeah. Uh. I'll do an origin story for him. Oh. I'll come up with something. Here we go. The Fiction Stroker. That's Fiction Stroker. Remember him? From yeah, before? I do, I do. Uh, Re Brain of Morbius, the faces were the production team, including Robert Holmes and director Chris Barry. Fact uh, of the day. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's right, that. That's right, because that rings a bell, that does. Yeah. So, but who were they supposed to be? Get on it, Fiction Stroker. Who were they supposed to be? Were they supposed to be previous incarnations of the Doctor that we'd not seen, which means... Oh, that Red Bull's good. Ron 14. It's lovely, that Red Bull. I like the way that the can glistens and in a clearly superior energy drink that's emulated by other manufacturers but doesn't quite capture the unique taste and revitalising experience. I do enjoy the volume of Restless, though. Relentless. Sorry. See, Restless makes more sense, doesn't it, as a night title than Relentless? I think it just became known as Restless around the offices of that discount. Right. Do you you know this is... We're getting on the food stuff again. The weekly grocer. Yeah, we're on it again, aren't we? Right, well... Sci-fi, sci-fi stuff. Yes, absolutely. Uh, You said what was I... What um, what we've been doing this week, you watched The Strangers. I think we might as well get back to that for a quick second. Oh, how fantastic. That film is so good. I don't know if anybody listening uh, likes that film or dislikes it, but I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. It's one of them. We've all got that list, you know. It it genuinely... uh, yeah, it shipped me up. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's a t- scary film. I can't watch but that with that my partner. Was oh, just no. too bleak for me. No, no, you can't. Do you can't. remember when it's we went perfect. to up north yeah. and we saw that bloody movie yeah. kidnapped? Yep. And I told you, that that movie had already been done much better. I'm with The you, Strangers. But, but I enjoyed The Strangers 10, 10, 20, 100 times better because it had a concept, it had cool cool written all over it. It was so cool. But but that other film was very disturbing. I know it was horrible, but but you know, as it comes to filmmaking, there were a lot of weird bits that didn't make sense in it, I didn't understand, and it wasn't that well made. But my (sighs) God, I'll give give him marks for... He certainly didn't send me home feeling great. I mean, I've seen everything. I've seen bloody horrible films, you know, over the years. And and for me to come out of a cinema feeling a bit, oh, God, that was a bit much. Oh, God, now, that's, that's that. a great question. Kidnapped. What, get, it, get it, watch it, no, and then let us know what you think. Don't bother. No, I want to know what? what other people think of it. No, I, no. Spanish no, film, no, isn't it? Who's the director? Just, you should know all this now. Don't, no, you've, don't we've, we've got IMDb Pro. It's, right, it's just the same as IMDb. 
I know. That but, information. But, hey, like, do you know what's really good? If I give if I give our IMDb. username and password out, everybody listening can can go on it for free. What do you reckon to that? I don't think that's wise. Oh no, maybe not. Yeah, just a, that's a bad idea. We'll forget that. Yeah, we only have it for contact details. Yeah, no, we save loads of stuff in it. It'll be good. Anyway, no, forget it. You're not having it. Yeah. Pay for it. No, right, <laughs> right. Uh, oh, I've lost my train of thought. Now we're gonna have to go for I'm a back. break in a minute. No, I'm back. I'm back. I don't want to know what everyone thinks of uh, the kidnap because we did that. A year ago. I know, but I want to know now. Yeah, you can get it now. You can get it now. Can they? You couldn't get it then. No, I want to know what is the most disturbing thing you've ever seen in cinema? Just a moment or a I think it's that screamer that you were talking about, that screaming guy. That was was frightening. There is one piece of sad Doctor Who news, though, before we go to break. Did you go on? A monster? That was on my paper round. Yeah. uh, There's a little house... And it was like a religious commune, and uh, one there was just looked over the. So road. you saw a guy in the monks get up, and you thought, "Ooh, monster!" No, no, no. I, d- I forget what religion they were like. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't Mormons. I just like to point out that no matter what religion it is, that's not an excuse for a load of monsters kicking about. Yeah. You haven't heard the rest of the story. Oh, go on I then. Could not believe I, my eyes. Right. Go on. Paper round. So it's what so seven thirty in the morning, something like that. Yeah. Look across the road, yeah, and there's this Mormon, non-Mormon girl. Oh, okay, you know she had the funny, uh, the, the thing on her head and the, the strange outfit. She was pushing a uh, a big, big wheelchair thing, yeah, and uh, had an old woman in it. But was it? It was like half old woman, half monster. Yeah, uh, the head had no had no neck or anything like that. The head was just coming out of the chest, and it's like a ET type. Thing, long fingers just hunched over. Oh, I can't I can't do it justice on the radio. No, no, sure. Alive. That freaked me out. It's a good job it wasn't real, isn't it? It, well, it was real. Well, you you obviously believed it was real at the time, but it was but, real. So what, what was, was that it movie? then? So what was it then? It was some uh, cellar dwelling relative of oh, that they were taking out what? to get a breath of fresh air. What? That's nonsense. It's a true story. No, I believe you've seen it. I but did see you it. didn't see what you thought you saw because you were. It was that early in the morning, and no, no. people imagine stuff. No, you had a healthy brain when you were a kid. Oh, that fourteen yeah, years imagination, old. yeah. But it's fourteen. Do you do paper rounds at fourteen? Mind you, I've seen some people that that look a bit freaky. Oh God! This no, this was this was beyond freaky. What yeah. was that movie with uh, where they keep Zelda? In the, in the basement or the cellar. There's well, there's a few of them. You've got, you've got, you've got, um, you've got the pet, beast in the cellar. Cemetery. Um, I can't remember now, but I mean, you've got the woman, and you've also got the beast in the cellar. The same score, but right. they've got a relative that's in a bit of a bad way. But you know what? You're really disappointing that film because it's got it's a classic. 70s horror Beryl Reed's in it for starters so there you go you could be like oh bloody hell she's in it great this is you know it was good proper British feel to it amicus hammer you know and yeah when you actually get the big reveal it's oh god it's such a disappointment he's just (coughs) a guy with long hair and fingernails yeah, you know, if you seriously, if you just took him, took him for a manicure, and you know, booked him for a session in Debenhams, you know, yeah. put him, put him for a spa or something, it'd be all right, it'd be fine. Probably look like George Clooney. <laughs> you know, it's such a disappointment that film. Oh dear, remember I saw he's a kid about is that it? Just give me a pair of scissors, I'll sort him out. Yeah, 
Yeah. What movie was this? Beast yeah. in the Cellar. Yeah. It's one of them. Sorry, I know Why it's a classic. The, um, beast, oh. beast, in, beast in the basement. That's a little alliteration on in there. Don't think people knew our basement was back then. Oh right, okay. Yeah, cellar, you say, British. Creep in the cupboard. No, oh, this cellar's all right. Yeah. JD yeah. Gillum says um, we're talking about shocking cinema. Yeah. Uh, still, the ending of the mist. I had to pick my jaw up off the floor. Yeah, uh, floored okay. me. Mm. It floored me. Mm. Didn't disturb me. Mm. I'm after something that you can't unsee. Yeah. And you've never forgotten. Mine mm. must be the opening ten minutes of Necromantic 2 has scarred me forever. Oh, God, there's worse than that. Of course there's worse than <laughs> it's that. It's a lot worse than that. Yeah. Bloody hell, you want to see some of the stuff that I've... I shouldn't say that, some of the stuff I've got at home. It's, it, a lot, I just get given some stuff. You know, there yeah, you go. Yeah, sure. not, I didn't buy them. I got given them by the guy who makes the the weird porno movies. Who's who, who worked in the Coliseum and he gets whoa, he got the, obscure the, horror films okay. as well. So he was getting me obscure, obscure, obscure horror films, and he is great. He introduced me to loads of stuff I haven't okay, seen. Then he, just stop you there. There's the problem, you see. You, you show willing and you're on tight, and then all of a sudden he thinks, oh, you're with me. It's like get, becoming friends with Dexter, isn't it? You, like, yang around with him enough, and he thinks, oh, he's he's into all this as well. Come on, then. And then this this little batch that I'm talking about, of like th- including that film and all these other bloody mondo shit and all that. Uh, I'm not all in a little package. Porn, by the way. Oh, I'm not talking no, no, about no, no, porn. No, I'm talking about extreme that horror because, yeah, where it's that actually unpleasant that it's not accident. Yeah, it's basically the with horror it's like curries. You get a nice madras, you get a nice vindaloo and it's really hot but it's part of the enjoyment and then you go to them crazy ones that they are they are very effective. They are massively strong curries, but you're not enjoying them. And it's the same with horror films with me. You get to a certain point where, yeah, can we not cut off girls' breasts and cook them on a frying pan, please? And can we not uh, do all the removal of uh, genitalia and all the rest of it? And daddy, daddy, da, because it's not that clever and it's just actually just making me feel uncomfortable and not enjoying myself. There you go. Did do you remember when uh, I showed you that? You know, we were talking about the reaction videos on YouTube and that, oh, that trend yeah. of yeah, um, and that blase girls watching some horrendous film, wasn't she? And she's yeah, like, I, just, oh, I, just, I just stumbled bored over with that. It and really, said, like normally these Bloody reaction hell. videos are reserved for uh, uh, young teenage mm. girls watching uh, Twilight yeah. for the first time, uh, and they record themselves freaking out and stuff. Yeah didn't know it extended to extreme horror so i actually watched a uh, a reaction video of uh, a teenage girl she's probably about 16 watching august underground Shouldn't be, watching. Shouldn't be watching well, August Underground. Uh, no, I, could, you probably I don't think we should be watching it. I was just about to say, I can't really recommend it to anyone. I haven't got anywhere near it. I don't know all about it. There's nothing to watch in it. It's just creepy, horrible, um, disgusting, and there's there's no pleasure to be gained from it. Well, let's ask people out there, because, you know, with yeah. this Starburst, with sci-fi horror... Yeah, artists, this, so this is extreme horror, some, though. Some, uh, I'm quite aware. And, quite, and, and quite aware, but let Borderline snuff. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Are there any of our readers or slash listeners out there who can justify... August Underground. You're just fe- you're just putting the feelers out for another mag, aren't you? A sister magazine for Starburst that just deals with a Starburst ha- Extreme. Starburst Extreme, yeah. Extreme sci-fi, extreme horror. 
We sell. go further. Bloody hell, it might would. Oh, actually, do you know what? Tragically, it'll probably sell more than the actual main mag. Starburst uh, Extreme. Stamp. Starburst Extreme. Uh, no. If it was just Extreme Horror. Oh, no. Uh, no too, forget too it. Much. No, that's rubbish, that, isn't it? Too Two much. jokes. Yeah. Two so, jokes. It's a man chipster place. Yeah. Yeah. One so, joke too many. Oh, t- could I just uh, read this out? Go on, Captain and then we'll Poppin. go for a break. Oh, he's Cap- good. He's doing well Captain tonight. Poppin's new. I'm he? very happy. Or she? I'm very happy with Captain Poppin. Uh, can't pick the most dis- most disturbing moment ever, but the last half hour of Killer Joe is pretty sick. Funny as fuck, though. Not seen it. But the follow-up tweet doesn't sound that funny. Oh, it's the new William Freakin movie that yeah. uh, came out. It's, we didn't go. We chose not didn't to see it. Wasn't it. not. It's not us. I heard it wasn't really that great. That's why I didn't go see it. But I would catch it on Blu-ray. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean. I've got. Yeah. I have my little list well, of all oh, pictures missed. It. Get it on Blu-ray. Fine. Yeah, I know. But if we're, we're missing out, I mean, what? God. What, oh, we we behind, we're well behind. Seen. Look, we've been us personally. The editors, sadly, have not yep. been to see Chernobyl Diaries. Oh, it's pathetic. We've been trapped, trapped in the office, yeah. And, you know, I don't want... Don't, we're not getting the violins out, but, you know, we're, no, we're no. trying to make the next issue really, really, really good because it's a Doctor Who special, and we are aware that, if not, we will have our testicles fed to us by, by very upset Doctor Who fans. Sounds like it's just this one that we're trying to make really, really good. No, no, we're trying to we're trying to make sure because because it is a, a given. It's a it's always a given. Yeah, but 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 we're trying to make sure that it's it's slightly more targeted this month just for this one. It's difficult. It's a big responsibility. Are we all right for a break? Because I've got no, some... Go yet. on, then. Oh, yeah, then we'll no. have to... No, no, not yet. Go on. Captain Poppin, follow-up yep. tweet. Go on. Killer Joe. Yep. Um, I'm kind of glad we didn't go and see this okay. in our uh, free yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen it, the woman with a broken nose has to deep-throat some KFC. Cut to the break. Oh, my word. Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Sunday, 9pm until midnight. Exclusive to Manchester Radio Online. All the latest movie, TV and entertainment news and reviews. All completely free. Check us out on starburstmagazine.com. Add us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash Manchester Radio Online. Email studio at manchesterradioonline.com. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Manchester Radio Online. And we've got some emails. Okay. We've got quite a few. Have you got tweets as well? I've got tweets. See how we're doing it? He's doing tweets and I'm doing emails. So who's going first, tweets or emails? You handle emails. Emails. Right, Eric's on. Hey, Eric. Saying, I'm still listening, guys, your loyal servant. Well, we hope Good. that we hope that the show's okay and that nothing breaks this week. Yeah. That's what we're hoping. Week. It should be. And um, and Mr Kempster, Grant Kempster's on. Hey. And he's saying, so, Ryan Reynolds, I think you're going to be dealing with that later because Ryan Reynolds is, is involved in the news this week, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Something very dear to uh, yeah. Mr Kempster's uh, heart as well. Yeah. 
Paul Seely, I think he's talking about uh, Dead Space. He's saying the uh, monsters are humans who are reanimated and are called necromorphs. You have to cut the limbs off to kill them. Yeah, that's right. That's uh, okay, this, it. Has this stole the crown from Resident Evil. It right. has a look of Event Horizon and the suspense of Alien. Dead Space Downfall DVD is set before the events of the first game, and the Aftermath DVD is set before the second game. Both are on Netflix. Oh, yeah, that, that wasn't the one I was thinking of then. We, I need to know now. We need to know what this I'm is. I'm going to ask my friend, because he was the one who showed me, and I yeah. was like, no, nah, this Where is are the, the Reapers coming come from? What video game are them? Yeah, I don't know, it's, it's uh, Reavers in Firefly. I'm aware yeah. of that, just in case there's any confusion okay. here. Yep. But there was a game, and it had Reapers in it. Yep. And then there was about five, six other similarities to yep. Firefly. Uh, within the 15 minutes that I watched it being played, and I was just like, what? Yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's, this is a cheeky yeah. rip-off. Well, Don't um, know what it is. Though. And the hat is saying, as an avid fan of both Firefly and Dead Space, I can say there's no similarity. There are monsters in Dead Space, but mutants, not <coughs> self-mutilated humans. So it sounds, like the, it sounds like Dead Space has got quite a cult following, doesn't it? Oh, it's huge. Yeah. sounds like it's, huge. it's been But been I've got to say, even, even when we were discussing it earlier on, I, did, I said it, was, it might not have been Dead Space. I was asking you. Oh, no, no, I, I'm not sure. I wasn't sure, and I don't... Um, yeah, Reapers. What are Reapers then? Never mind. Um, oh, Brain of Morbius, Paul Mount. I'm so glad that he'd... I knew he'd know. I knew he'd know. And uh, it's right what you said before about it being members of the team, production team. He says, the faces on the screen doing the mind fight thing were supposed to be earlier incarnations of the Doctor and they were played by the show's producer, Philip Hinchcliffe, director Douglas Canfield, and I think Christopher Barry, another director. This was all before proper organised fandom made a fuss and it's since been retconned explained away as earlier faces of Morbius who knows get it but you know what I was fine with that because when I, I took that at the time I was very very young and and up until for quite a long time I just assumed that was fine I of course being a kid very very young watching that and then you start getting like eight nine ten and you remember that scene and you I always thought oh yeah well there were other doctors before Hartnell right. I, I just assumed oh maybe one day like we had the three doctors and you bear in mind I saw that repeated and I saw that afterwards, so I got to see an episode that had earlier Doctors popping up. So, to me, I, as a kid being naive, I was always thinking, oh, we might get to see some of those earlier Doctors that yeah. were shown in that bit. And then it's all explained as, oh, no, those were just some faces of the other Time Lord that were in it. But really, it was. I definitely remember that if you're watching that scene, you are supposed to think that scene going back. Because it goes, I think, to Trout, and I think it might have gone to Pertwee and then maybe Miss Trout and it definitely goes to um, Hartnell and then goes backwards and then there's these other people and you think oh right and of course being if say you're watching that at five or six you're not going to think oh that's just the producer that and that's the whatever you just go oh you're that's the doctor the wool over my eyes that's it you'd have to be Stewie wouldn't you family guy to, <laughs> to, to, to see through that but I didn't have a problem with that and you know what if that hadn't have been established and you'd have been vague about how many there'd been you could have one of these earlier doctors pop up and and you'd have a doctor you could have a, an earlier doctor that's played by someone completely new mm -hmm. who, who's dead cool and then you could almost have him pop up every now and again like doctor zero or doctor minus one or whatever it could have been anyone couldn't it yeah, you okay. know 
I'm just saying it was an idea, and and you know um, why why do we have to assume that William Hart now was the Doctor, the first Doctor? He was the Doctor, was he that left Gallifrey, stole a TARDIS with his granddaughter Susan, and, and buggered off? Uh, maybe it was two two incarnations prior. You know, I don't know, but I mean, you could have had, like I was saying in the break, you could have had a situation where the Doctor got killed completely. He's dead, end of his timeline. Maybe Matt Smith's the last one, bang. And then, um, for some strange reason, it, it then starts to focus on an earlier incarnation of the Doctor. Perfect. But free before Hart now, and then you're always aware that it's time's going to run out because he'll catch up with that incarnation. And the minute he regenerates into Hart now, then you're on the last leg. Um, Obviously, you don't have Art now alive, so you couldn't do that. But by then, who knows? So the uh, very last episode ever of Doctor Who, mm. uh, the um, could be an unearthly child. The episode before an unearthly child, if you see yeah. what I mean. So he, re- that could he, be re- the, yeah. he regenerates into uh, Hart, a CGI and starts, Hart now, and starts in black and, and white. In black and white, and starts the whole show off yeah. again. If you were ever going to end Doctor Who, that's the way to do it. Yeah, and that would be awesome, I think. But I bet there's going to be loads of people emailing in and on Twitter now going, what's he saying? He's a heretic. But I thought it's a good idea. You know. But it's better than some of this River Song nonsense, isn't it? Um, anyway, but I like some of the River Song stuff. <laughs> I just got a bit fed up with it towards the end last time. As anyone who's listening to this show probably aware, but I did enjoy quite a lot of the, the season. It's just it had a few moments, that, especially for Hitler's in cupboards, that just got on me wick a bit. Um, anyway, right. We well, Oh, last piece. Quick, quick mention. Caroline John... Um, Les Shaw, the the first, uh, not the first intelligent um, companion, because you had a brain box with Zoe, who was in the TARDIS with uh, Patrick Troughton. But yeah, Caroline John, um, very short-lived companion, and was one of the few that didn't get a proper exit on screen because she left in between. Um, some say because of creative differences, and also because her character was too brainy to be on there with the Doctor. The Doctor wanted to be more of a paternal figure, um, and some say that she left just because she was having a baby, and whatever reason she did the first season with. John Pertwin, she was really good, and it's it's a shame, and and it's easy to forget some of the other people that are in it because there was such a terrible outpouring of grief over Liz Slade, and which is quite right. Uh, you know, Caroline John was good in it, and you know it was it was a tough it was tough. She was coming in to the show when it was just going into a new season when new production team, a brand new Doctor that might or might not have worked still, um, and it was in colour as well. Yeah. So she's the first colour assistant. Okay. So there you go. And do you want to tell everyone why you're talking about Caroline John? Um, because she died. Right. <laughs> well, you didn't mention that. She's brown bread. You didn't mention that part. Did I not say she was dead? No. Oh, okay. Well, she's um, she's dead. Right. And I'm, I'm just saying it's, it's, it's bad news. Well, Obviously bad news. Of course. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not well, going to mention it. You have a laugh, am I? You no, know. but you did need to uh, mention that part. I'm sure I said she was dead. You did not. No, no I wish I could whiz it back and go, oh, oh, no, I didn't. I bet I didn't, you know. Anyway, she's dead. Sorry. I mean, I mean, obviously, I'm not sorry I didn't do it. I didn't... You know, you know what I mean. Look, I'm in a mess now. <laughs> right. Anyway. Yeah? God, I feel, I'm really in a bad place. I wish... She, play some sad music or something and okay. make up for it right anyway look she was nice and she's she's, she's um, anyway there you go tweets 
Yeah, please. Okay. Anything. Anything. <laughs> so, uh, JD Gilms got back on Twitter after we uh, uh, asked him for, you know, some a, a really offensive movie. Some not something that's stuck with you forever. Mm. Yeah, he he suggested the mist. We said, "Can yeah. you one up it?" And he goes, "Yeah, of course I can." He okay. steps up to the plate. You want a real can't unsee that movie? Uh, go with Animal Soup. What? You can get us what? a copy if uh, if we want. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, obviously. Not familiar. No, I I I've heard of it. Right, but I don't I don't know any specifics about what goes on or what scenes might be like you, you hear certain <laughs> scenes don't you in certain films that you go oh god that doesn't sound great you know um but i've not heard any specific scenes well david vj davis yeah. at film ma yeah is the director yeah and uh, he's just tweeted um yeah he says uh, animal soup was definitely a sick film to make i'll never forget the smell of rotting pig carcass on set Oh right, so we really we they really got involved. JD means it, yeah. Yeah, it's not rubberized uh, prosthetics and that they've actually gone with the organics of the During the next break we'll go and have a look yeah. at Animal Soup. Oh this well one's, this one has uh, bypassed us completely. We might watch the trailer. Get the trailer on here. Yeah. Uh, Martin uh, says uh, I just don't know what it is. I've heard of it. I just don't know what it is. No. Good grief. It's it's probably one for Starburst Extreme. Starburst X Scream. It's not X Scream, no. Uh, Martin, Neo yeah. 555 yeah, yeah. watched Werewolf in London yeah. at an early age. It scared the crap out of him. And he says, to this day, werewolves freak me out. But there were some experience. funny comedy moments to lighten the light in it. That goes a little over your head. Oh, I bet he laughed at some of the gags in the cinema I when can, they were all having a little chat with the dead people. No, not as a child. You just hypnotised by the, the uh, Griffin Dunn's zombified visage. Uh, horrible. I remember my mum and dad. I it enjoyed out, that and film. I could hear it from the. Uh, from oh, the I love that film. Because I was locked in a nut. I love that also. film. I love that film. I mean, he, don't get me I'm wrong. He cool. has. He has a real. Bad time. The main the main character in an American werewolf in London. The only thing that happens to him in any way that's really alright is Jenny Agatha in the bloody shower. That's about it. The the rest of it, he he just has such a bad time. He's the, the character and he's such a nice guy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that it's a that's great flick. it is classic. And and it's such a shame. That's what I mean. If you make a character really likable, then you've got half the battle won, then you can then put them through hell. And you're in there with him. Yeah. If you, yeah, it's these films like when we're watching, oh god, what the bloody, oh god, give us a clue. Invasion, alien invasion, darkest terrible, hour. darkest hour. When we're watching the darkest hour, you, you start the film off by making the main character a complete prick. Oh look, it's it's, it's and they need to stop doing it. I want to see some nice characters. If that's the, yeah. if that's if that's a problem right out of the gate, then yeah, you you're doomed. I know. They, oh, no. It's I've seen a lot of them though. I've seen a lot of films where you're supposed to. They've got the the term antihero confused. They 
they think that to make somebody realistic, they've got to give them the same obnoxiousness that you find in real life or the same flaws that you'll find in horrible people. Again, but well, but they, not just, everybody's obnoxious, they're though. They're just bad writers. i tell you, you one know. of the biggest faux pas that was nearly made yeah. was in the original draft of uh, Escape from uh, New York. Yeah. They had Pliskin, yes. uh, a, a rapist. He, he raped yeah. a family. Yeah. A family. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Thank God that was you've taken out. Gotta, you've got to have him. Yeah. It does ask the question why we could uh, uh, support a uh, mass murderer? Victimless crime is the way forward, or what? crime what? against the what state. What do you mean, if you are gonna, No, if, if you are getting a character that's in prison, incarcerated, or whatever, you've got to make it that they were doing something, they're either a political prisoner, yeah. or they were doing something to raise money to do something that had a. There's got to be some altruism somewhere. Sure, sure. Uh, Tyler Dunn, Fight Club. No, yeah. that's an anti-hero yeah yeah that's an anti-hero yeah, yeah no problem you know and um, the victims are all banks and at the very end they asked the weird thing about it when you think about what's happened all them buildings if he'd have really done what he did that day all that bailout and all that wouldn't have happened all them banks would have just gone down like that yeah the world actually would have been uh, in a bit of a mess for a while but would it have been any, he actually would have saved us a load of money I think <laughs> I mean, yeah, Chase Manhattan Bank and all them. You actually look at the logos on some of them buildings that blow up at the end. It's really quite entertaining because it's pretty much the hit list of all the guys who did all the (laughs) pissing about that got us in the shit. Right. I I find in hindsight, when you bear in mind, that's what, 14 years ago now? Uh, Something frightening. Couldn't have even seen this economic meltdown with the banks. 1999. Yeah, well, you couldn't in 99 have foreseen... That all these banks would go bump. Banks yeah. didn't go bump. That couldn't couldn't happen. Bloody hell. Yeah, I love that film. <coughs> Way ahead of its time. I hope everyone else still really revisits it from time to time because it stood it stood up well. It has indeed. Uh, we all need to say goodnight to uh, Matthew Curd because he's going to bed now. But he's going to leave the uh, radio show on. Yeah, that is good quality. That's nice. Of it, that really. is very nice, sir. Very appreciated, no, no, Matthew. But you know, if you miss, if you actually do sweet dreams. Yes, yeah, sweet dreams. I'm going to do it in a nice way. Sweet dreams, Matthew. No, do it in your happy birthday voice. No, it's, it's creepy. He's going to bed. No, no, he's going to bed. If he won't go in bed, I wouldn't <laughs> feel bad. I don't want to give him bad dreams because <laughs> it is actually a bit creepier than a thought. Because I heard it back, played back to me, and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, but a bit, you know oh, you were doing God. it to a nine-year-old child. Yeah, no, yeah. I, f- I didn't. I forgot, didn't I? You sounded like like John Wayne Gacy or something. I know, God, hey. right. power radio. You see, <sighs> they don't know what we're like, do they? <laughs> they, they don't realise how handsome and amazing we are. Has they, they can... been taken down now? Oh yeah, there is that, isn't there? I forgot. I don't know. I don't know. The guy before us doesn't have one. I'm didn't s- have lens I'm wide enough. Under the radar, me. It's what not this. Oh, um, you know when you ask someone like uh, to, what was that and then you you actually replay it catches up <laughs> in your head and yeah. you go oh, yeah forget about it yeah. don't don't bother repeating it yeah yeah that might not make it on the podcast break time. Um, yeah oh definitely. they don't listen to the goddamn podcast uh, yeah. Anyone who works here, I'm open. No, no one cares. That's all right then. Isn't it? <laughs> no, we we are actually. This is just for you, Manchester Radio yeah, Online. You. We're the insurgency. We are actually the uh, the the little. The, I think we're destroying it from within, aren't we? I think the credibility, at least. Yeah. All right, we'll have a break, and we'll come break. back. I bet news. There's, there's lots more news, isn't there? 
we haven't started. Great. Well, we'll we will now. Loads more. I know. Passion, variety, freedom. ManchesterRadioOnline.com. Email studio at ManchesterRadioOnline.com. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Manchester Radio Online. <laughs> and I've got a few more emails. Right, emails then news, yeah? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, Martin. Uh, uh, Martin Unsworth has just emailed in, and I can't agree more with this. He said, I think Mike will agree when I say Antichrist, the clip cut. Ouch. That scene was... The uh, it, the, the, it was the bit she mutilates herself down there. It's, it's the only time ever... In the in the cinema, that I've put my hands in front of my face ever in my entire life is that moment because I don't know what it is. It would he knew exactly what he was doing with that scene, but you know what? I didn't believe he was going to show it. She got the scissors. She's moving down, there and I thought, oh god, we'll cut to some blood on the floor or something like that. Oh no, we saw the whole thing. Um, I had my my wife with me and she I don't think she's ever forgiven me for that because I dragged her to that saying oh it's a psychological horror it's a whatever and it might be quite artistic and you'll be alright and you know what first few minutes of the film with a slow-mo arty sort of sequences involving the death of a child and you're going yeah this is a deep whatever and then he goes on this horrendous anti-girl fem- anti-feminist bilge um, art house bollocks it is. I don't think that was the message surely though because totally uh, Charlotte Gainsbourg came back for, for uh, Melancholia I and she's in the I have no idea why and I've no idea uh, why any I believe it's called Nymphomaniac I've no idea why any girl having watched that film would want to be involved in these sort of projects well, do you not think Kristen's, uh, Kristen Dun- uh, Kristen Dunst do yeah Kristen Stewart uh, Kristen Dunst uh, Dunsty yeah Dunsty we like Dunsty Dunsty did Melancholy yeah do you, do you not think I'm gobsmacked was, um, I'm gobsmacked uh, there is a scene in Antichrist where the, a big pivotal moment where the the big explanation this is for the whole thing the, the spirit of a female is inherently evil it's actually said in the film oh, categorically okay. said I'll take it back then and then the final scene... Yeah, it's a spoiler, but I don't care. The final scene of the film, you've got him, the man. He's just escaped from all this barbarity. He's had his knob whacked with a lump hammer and ejaculated blood out of it one bit, then had to hide under a tree as she's trying to chase him with the scissors that she's click-cut herself with. And then um, she's... Uh, and then and then, and then then finally you see him escaping up a hill with all the spirit of all these repressed women going up the he'll just dragging him down getting him all these good women these it's like the most anti-feminist movie i've ever seen it's like when i, I said it after i went god some girl has really done a number on this guy because it's full of full of hatred towards mm. women and like you say yeah you think that they'd watch that and go oh i'm not getting on board with this guy see he's it. got issues I did want to see it for the Fox bit, for the Chaos Rift. My God. And then I was... uh, See, that that summed it up. I heard heard about these sequences. uh, Chaos Reigns. Brilliant. It's a fox saying funny stuff. No, I mean... With its innards hanging out. 
even better because it's got to have they can't just be a fox can it what can't it, be, it be anything great, everything had to be unpleasant uh, everything in that Wes film. Anderson's fantastic Mr Fox if they ref- referenced that wouldn't oh, that have been god, brilliant god I'd have laughed my head off it, it is a moment where you know what it was Missed full it was full of art house types yeah I watched it in the corner house the right environment oh, full of hipsters full of northern quarter types full of the right crowd they marketed the film well um, I had got to say Everybody in the cinema burst out laughing when that fox did that. Everybody just went, oh, God, like, I can't, I'm not going to... The, the chin stroking oh, stopped, last. and they went, oh, dear. And then, and but then, I've got to say, that's the other bit that got me. You know, when the snip happened, yeah, you heard guys and girls all at the same time had different noise. Girls all went, oh, and guys all went, oh, like that. Honestly, I'm not making it up. It is, it's crazy, but no, I agree with you, Martin. Don't get know where that was coming from. Guinea Pig 2, Flower of Flesh and Blood was traumatic, but now He's on the DVD box set. Uh, now, I've heard, uh, but I've not seen it. Again, I don't know what scenes are supposed to be horrendous in these films. These are films that I'm aware of. Love the necromantic films, though. It's, it, yeah, it's touching going it with them. It's, it's tough. I, I couldn't watch him with someone. It's so I'd have to be watching them with, with just on my own. Them I just feel too. I don't know. Well, you know the guinea pig uh, series. That's the famously Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Uh, thought he'd stumbled across a uh, an actual snuff movie. And yeah, 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 the, yeah. One of the guinea pig movies to yeah. the police oh, saying, right. no, "I found a snuff movie." Oh god, isn't it? Just this, isn't it? It's just just a guinea this pig telltale movie. stuff. Well, I'm saying they? just. You well, know, they're not, very realistic. Uh, I've These films are very realistic. They're, they're very good. You you do get that. Well, impre- surely, I, I just murder set pieces. Murder set pieces again. You you get the feeling that you're watching a snuff movie. These films are very effective well, at doing that, but don't that worry you? Don't that worry you? Don't it worry you that, that they are that good at getting that across? Um, well, yeah, it does. Good grief! Um, I'm more impressed with someone who Martin's gets a romantic a scene. Connoisseur, isn't he? Yeah, he, he watches the. There's nothing he doesn't know about. I am fine with unpleasant scenes in perspective if they're part of the context of the film and they add to the film and they are necessary well, it's a part of a narrative but I'm Martyrs not being a great example that is a okay. brutal I've got it brutal. at home I've not seen it yet oh, you got I it I bought me. you that f- about five years ago yeah we had it we had got, we didn't have a magazine then you know yeah, we've got a it's on the pile that, right Blue near right the top to boot. it was Martyr or Martyrs or it was um, The Strangers and The oh. Strangers won only because uh, of the masks now, I was looking at that guy's sort of the scarecrow mask and I thought, oh, I've got it's to good. have a look. Sack um, mask, yeah. And then he says, uh, Band Flit, the bunny game is a tough one to enjoy. Yes. Kidnapped, a.k.a. Escustrados, has not been released here yet, although it's meant to have an April release, but it doesn't seem like it's gone through BBFC. I'll be honest, if that gets cleared, even if it got an 18, I'd be gobsmacked. Well, well, of course, it's going to have an eighteen, but I'm he- surprised. Heavily, heavily cut eighteen. Yeah, um, the bunny game, though. That's I don't yeah. think. Um, I don't think that's going to see the light. Of day F- thankfully, country. Grant, Grant, and Martin are sort of more. Uh, Mar- Mar- definitely, Martin's gone straight into Starburst Extreme. Yeah, Extreme, Extreme, whatever. Um, oh, and Grant Kempster's. He's he's more family shocking these are these are more sort of normally shocking these i think um a couple of different characters 
moments have stayed with me from childhood sapphire and steel the the leper in the wall and the sheep bar in the fridge that program was really weird for seven o'clock at night the sheep bar in the fridge yeah there was a sheep i can't remember that one i know which the, it was the, the first one bah. yeah yeah bah, you know there was uh, the, the ending of there was a quantum leap episode once yeah. wasn't there with a ended with a bah. That was frightening. I can't remember that one. Yeah, good yeah. grief. Dan Aykroyd in the up, Twilight please. Zone, the movie. Uh, classic moment. Uh, moments that still give really me shivers now, and I'm with him so 100% on this. Golly, both of them, Kempster and, and Mr. Martin, have, um, have given two scenes that, to me, are... One of them, obviously, for the wrong reasons, the Antichrist bit, but he's got the bit that I just think is cinema genius. The nurse station in Exorcist 3, yes. with that beheading, I, I, I got... God, that was... I watched that as a fully grown adult. That was not something I watched young. Yeah, it, was, it's, I, it was bloody f- effective. That. Well, it's, Didn't it's see it coming. The building up to it. It's, it's like five minutes of cu- cutting backwards and forwards. It could have been so boring. And then all of a sudden, when it actually happens, it's like, oh, scary. Um, I always... Um, it's underrated, that film. I don't know why more people don't like Exorcist 3. It's a great horror film. A t- yeah, it's true. a great horror it film. It does have a cult following, though. I, I hope you'd be so. Surprised. I hope yeah. so because I never hear about that. No one ever goes on about it. They go on about the first one. If you gave me a choice, I'd watch that one over all of them. It's three. I yeah. love that one. Definitely. Um, I mean, even the stuff with the grannies, the old ladies crawling across the, across the ceiling. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. And, and all that. And then um, he said, in the ending of Paranormal Activity and Moments That Haunt Me, yeah, the ending of The Mist, utterly heartbreaking, more so as he's a father. So yeah. Well, JD2 uh, me I, I, I second that or third that yeah do you like The Mist do you know I've not seen it <gasps> what are you playing at so you're picking everything on my list aren't you no I've got a big list of um, of, of horror films that I've missed over the last few years right and I'm tip with The Mist go though. through them all okay um, get the uh, two disc edition right it has to be the black and white one yeah. that you watch see do you know here's the problem it has to be black and white because that's the original intent. That was the intent, and they said, no, you can't have it in black and white, obviously. Okay. Although they said yes to Tim Burton, though, didn't they? With yeah, Frank they always say, they always say yes to Tim Burton. What a madness. A that's children's gonna, film. It's going to tank, in it? black and white. It's going to tank. I think it's going to be great, but yeah. Yeah, it's going to tank. You, you've got problems they there. won't. They won't sit through a black and white film, I can tell you. I've been a, I've been a, I'm a father, I've, been, I've had young kids, they won't sit through a black and white film, no matter when. No matter when you serve that up. I, 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 I believe, Stupid. believe the same, said it Shilly move. put the trailer yeah, so, um, oh. yeah, that's that, that, isn't it? But you, you, you're saying the black and white on that one, but The Strangers, here's the problem. I watched the extended cut on that Blu ray. So, what, what have I watched the right one? Don't know. See, this is the problem, isn't it? Because no. it was like theatrical release, extended, unrated cut. What do yeah. you do? What do you do? Uh, I always go for the one with more, but then have I watched an inferior film now? Was it better the no, one you uh, saw? I no, can't know that, good. can I? That's, you took a gamble. Sometimes it I loved it, off. but maybe the, other, maybe the other was amazing, though. What, the theatrical one? Yeah, maybe because it's got slightly less. It was tighter and punchier in certain bits. There we go, like Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. Mm. That's a great movie. Uh, the pacing is uh, fantastic. Uh, I went for on DVD when I when I got it. I went for the extended director's cut because uh-huh. there wasn't a version with both. I haven't seen that. Uh, yeah, ruined it for me. What What was so bad about well, it? Well, it's, it's it's not as tight. 
Like you just said, yeah. How much extra, longer? There's extra gore. 15 minutes? Oh, that's a lot, that. Maybe. So it doesn't sound sure. a lot, that, does it? But it is. It'll throw it all off. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. Mm. Did not like it. Uh, but what were we saying about the... Yeah, the black and white. Yeah, go with that. Okay. The studio didn't let him do it, obviously, but they did yep. let him do it on DVD. I'm fine. I'll <laughs> go with fantastic. What, I'll go with whatever he uh, he the wanted. Yeah, looks terrible with yeah. uh, some of the effects in it. Okay, but the black and white hides hides that poor CGI perfectly. Yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. Good. Oh, um, is the definitive. Version. I do not have a problem with black and white movies. Mm. I like them. Although he went a little too far when he released the special edition of uh, uh, the Walking Dead season one. Yeah, there's a black and white version of the pilot. Yeah, pointless. It, well, it's when the rest of the show's in color. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that's who's going to watch that. I that's it's what I mean. Just Sorry, give me Frank. The, yeah. no dice there. I'm not even a fan of these when they do a first film and that's in black and white and do a sequel in colour because they want more cash. Like what? Um, I can't oh, I think of something. We always do this. I know there's always one and I never have the example to hand. There is not an example there. Oh, they will be. No, I haven't. You have. There isn't Wait a, a minute. single Wait franchise a minute. out there. No, there is. No, there isn't. Unless you're talking Human about... Human Centipede. The Wizard of... The first one was colour. The second one is black and white. Yeah. The other way around, but it's a, it's sort That's of the same. That's not your point, though. No, I know it's not a point, but you said that it doesn't happen, but it's happened there, and I know well, that no, it's well, happened that the other back way around. Up your point. I'll find it. I know this one. I just I, I didn't write it down. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to discuss it, but <laughs> oh, I know no, I'm right. Yeah, right. There is one. Someone, someone, help me! Help me! He's wrong. I'm right here. There is. There's a film. There's got to have been a film where the sequel has been <laughs> in color, even though the original was in Do black you know and white. What year it is? Yeah. I don't know what year it is, but I, I know it's right. <coughs> right. But yeah, that is the other way around, but it's still valid. Right, it's okay. still Because that's a change. Why has he done that? Very stylist. Well, you know, just saying. Style. It's a gamble still, isn't it? Style decision. Although it didn't get anywhere at the cinema, did it? So, well, Mind you, the first it, one I didn't get to see at the cinema either, so I give no, it a give but up. I think the DVD release was only like a week week later so yes it's happening a lot isn't it yeah i know and it, it doesn't matter i like it i like it yeah yeah because i don't like yeah, yeah. i know well this is the thing but once it's gone it's gone what cinema do gone you've seen that Either. advert haven't you about the piracy <coughs> where this the the, the mummified yeah. uh, people that, sat in the cinema because of downloading <laughs> if that was my local cinema, actually, yeah. it kind of is. Do you know what annoys me? That cinema is uh, that they show on there. You go, well, there, there weren't any downloading when this cinema was around. What's happened here then? What's happened here? They want they want a camcorder in sight. No, because it's like a sixties cinema, isn't it? Do you th- really think the uh, movie industry is uh, and cinemas are in, in in peril when the Avengers has just made what I? think that they're a making g- money and a gazillion I, dollars i think that the problem with this is that they are not taking care of their customers properly some of these cinemas some of them are and some of them aren't i can name them i can be absolutely brutal about it um the the amc in manchester yeah that serial killer that i mentioned yeah uh-huh. he wouldn't even have to be subtle he just what you could kill everybody in the cinema and the manager there wouldn't even give a toss He'd be upset because there's a lot of paperwork to fill in at the end of the night. Tell but me about your, it's, it's the cine serial killer movie again. Yeah, C- cinema killer. No, 
Captain Poppins backed you up. Yeah. Clerks was black and white, and Clerks 2 was colour. <laughs> Boom! That's the one You're as right. well. That is the one that I was thinking of as right. well. That is the one. Oh, he's awesome. Thank you. Oh, you like him now? Captain I do. Poppins. I like his powers, and he's shown his powers. Right. That's exactly the film. That is it. And you know what? Well, well I would that would have been driving me mental. Well done. Yeah, but that was for money. Totally. That was just to get a mass audience. Don't get me wrong. It. I give him a pass on it because it was very clever. And we introduced the colour. Well, not dead clever, but it was better than just doing it in colour straight. The, you know, the fire lifts the. Yeah, 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 it's good. It's, it's all right, isn't it? At least he bothered. Some people wouldn't bother, would they? Go off in color, deal a, with it. Well, there's a, uh, a new Kevin Smith movie coming out next year. Uh, mm. Jay and Silent Bob's uh, super cartoon movie. Yeah, don't know anything totally about under this. Totally the radar, isn't it? What What is it? You remember the Clerks animated series? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it's a feature length movie. Well, well June next but year. you said he wasn't doing anything. He's doing one last film, which is the ice hockey team, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. He's written this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand that. Maybe he isn't retiring. It's crazy, isn't it? I don't know. I, I think I'm he's, very up for that. Uh, yeah, me too. I, lo- I loved it. It's the, the the Clerks animated series wasn't in the same uh, same spirit as those those movies. No, but it had a humour yeah. all its own. Yeah, and it was uh, long before long before Family Guy came along. Why and Seth MacFarlane? But the humour in it was just it was it was yeah very ahead of its time. Why do people not? Some people, not everybody. Why does why do some people not like Clerks too? I like. Don't it. know. It's a far. It's we I've got to face facts. It's a far superior script. Mm. It's it's so much funnier. I think it's just because it's not in black and white. And it's not an it's not an important movie. Whereas Clerks was. No, I mean it started a lot. Of, it started a cult sort of subgenre movement. Yeah, yeah it's really mm. defined that generation. People don't like people after they've made it, do they? No, they really don't. Do they? they won't. They won't. Have them round the house once they've uh, made a few bob. That old jealousy. They're all right when you're struggling, aren't they, people? Sometimes we'll be all right then. Well, we'll be fine. We'll never be. <laughs> we'll never be unpopular then. Uh, so, any more email, or should we go go into oh. the news? Should we go talk about Highlander? Um, well, they, I'm just checking. We've got one one more email, and then. Uh, yeah, Eric Leach saying Exorcist 3 scene is terrifying, brilliant movie. Yeah, it is. It is an absolute... Oh, why do people... I want everyone to watch it. Everyone. Uh, yeah, is it available on... Don't know. On God, that's bad. I haven't got it on Blu-ray. No, I don't... I I've got it on no, DVD. I, I, don't think, I don't think it's available on Blu-ray. I've got it on DVD. Well, that's, that tells you everything you need to know. Why? Because you can bet you can get the first two. I bet you can get even no. the rubbish no, second no, one. Don't talk nonsense. That Exorcist Two, the Heretic, is not available. Have you what, have you watched it? No, I never have. No. Do you know how bad it is? Uh, yeah, that's why I never. It's watched got it. Richard Burton in it, and it's a terrible film. Anything with Richard Burton in is watchable. Yeah, he's a okay. great, great actor. He is an incendiary 
presence on the screen in whatever he's in. I mean, if you remember a film called The Medusa Touch, where he was getting, getting gaining psycho powers, where he could he could do this telekinesis and wreck buildings and do stuff. Yeah, and and it was a it was a, it's right in our uh, sandbox. This this film, it's great, and it's a seventies movie. It was a B movie. It was out with another film, and I can't remember what it was. Mm. It was the start, the first film, and there was another after it, and I can't remember what the main feature was. But I just went to see it because it was the film on first. It was amazing, and he's great in it. But yeah, Exorcist 2 is a stinker of a film. It has the same girl, um, Blair, Blair, Linda Blair. Blair. I always said Blair, the Blair Witch. Linda Blair, um, she was in it, and that's about it. It's just absolutely terrible with weird things with flies in it and un- totally forgettable, horrible shit film. And I can't understand it. And then the third one is 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 a proper, proper sequel to the first one. It really is. You can watch the first and the third and ignore that one. And it's great. God, bring it out. Get it out. Let's do it. Get on Kickstarter. Let's get the rights. Let's get it distributed. <laughs> we start an Exorcist so free thing. Working on it. Don't, don't, Kickstarter. Don't, it does have its... Got me all excited, Kickstarter. Grant's got me addicted to it. Uh, Didn't know about it until Grant re-educated me with Kickstarter. Yeah. I like watching people's projects and seeing what happens. Let's get him to email and see how his Highlander. Uh, he wanted to buy the rights yeah. to the book series, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, how did that? Go on, how did it go? Anyway. Yeah. And now, let's talk about Highlander. Yes. Because the news hit the net this week. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds was a lock to play yeah. Gunner McLeod. Yeah. Uh, we'd reported the rumour last time it was circulating yeah but this time there was a little difference yes he is Connor McLeod in the new house they well That's we good, went isn't it? Whoa, whoa 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 not so fast brilliant that, this isn't it? had been taken from one source and one source only was it Deadline oh no okay. it was uh, the tracking run what that the who what do they do the who what do they do? No, no. They're, it's an industry website, but my goodness, all these, this this say it's not exactly variety, no. and it's not exactly uh, deadline. Do they or spoke any to of these re- reputable sources? No, What's they Ryan got insiders. They got insiders. Inside, yeah, oh, insiders. Lionsgate has, has locked him down. You've got them. It's funny that Lionsgate haven't come out and made an official official announcement, and they still haven't. It's like it's like half a week later, something like that. Ryan Reynolds is not necessarily going to be your new Conor McLeod. Because why would he be, really? Right. Why? He doesn't look like him. He doesn't act like him. I don't see it. And he's just come out of the back of of a pretty high-profile flop. Green Lantern. Yeah, that hasn't done very well for him, even though we thought it was not too bad. Everyone else... But having said that, it still took... 180 at the box office, 200 mil. You know, it, yeah, nobody costs 200 mil. Yeah, That's no, the problem. I get that, yeah, I get it. But, but what what do you do with all this? Here's the problem you've got here you've got Green Lantern comic having fun, indulging itself. You know what? It had a similar tone to the Avengers in that it was just, yeah, we're a crazy superhero film, this is a universe, deal with it. He makes objects out of a power ring, he's the Hulk, he does this, he's the the same sort of approach. (laughs) They didn't try grounding it, and yet they're saying that that got criticised for that, whereas 
the Avengers got praised for that approach. And now it seems to me that now we're making a lurch back now. And as I say, the early reviews of Spider-Man, I've only had a brief look, but I caught the there is a vibe going on there where people are saying it's very, very dark, this Spider-Man. It's not like the other Spider-Man movies because Spider-Man as a character in the comic book is actually a very light character. He's not a dark, serious character like Batman and he's yeah, he's, he's always, like Batman's always at, out at night. It's yeah. always very dip, grim, whatever. And uh, it looks very dark, the footage I've seen from Amazing Spider-Man. Well, that's not like the comic books, that. Uh, he's a very bright character, very upbeat. They brought him into the new Avengers to lighten the mood after, you know, Avengers dissembled, where everyone's dead and separated. They brought him on board as a wisecracking... You know, he is the, the, the you know, the wisecracking character, the guy in the room with all the jokes. He brings it alive. Um... And they, they impre- the the I just saw the opening line of a of a of a very favourable review of it, and I didn't stop reading when I read this thing. Where it just said, "Yeah, it's the perfect a perfect antithesis to the Avengers." And I'm like, why do you need... No, antidote. The perfect antidote to the Avengers. Now, see, antithesis me, would mean, yeah, it's a nice polar it's opposite like of change. antidote but, to cheesecake. Yeah, I know. That's what you I mean. You don't need it. You don't, you don't really need it, because I think it's just took a billion. Never it suggests it. that everyone had a good time yeah, watching yeah. it. So, I don't know what... what Bang, so, why are we so talking I'm, about Spider-Man? We're talking about Spider-Man only because Green Lantern, um, it had the flop. It's all very confusing to me why it flops so much. Oh, right. And and then he's in this mess now, and I don't think he's going to get cast as Connor McLeod. No, I don't either. This is a huge tentpole movie that they're they're pitching it. In up. fact, him and Taylor Kitsch, I think, are the last two people I would put money on them not getting that gig. You know, the, the highlighter movie is this. It is going to happen. Mm? But my God. No one's, nobody is interested. Well, in someone. Ryan Reynolds in this. Do you know what what needs to happen? And I'm not just saying this because I think he's listening, but somebody needs to fly Grant over, Grant Kempster, fly him over, get him in a room, and go right, write us the Bible, write us the Highlander Bible, write us everything that you think should be canon, everything that should be in the universe. Um, discount everything that didn't work, everything that's wrong, and write us a proper Bible that we can base this on. Because, Absolutely. Because I, I tell you what, there's that many problems and misfired uh, projects with this. So terrible sequels, big mistakes. Um, like I say, the second one is the only other one that I don't mind, where everyone else absolutely hates that one. Whereas I think the third one and the later ones are absolutely abysmal. Then you've got the TV series and there's mythology in that, yeah? And yeah. that's supposed to be kind of... Someone needs to write this down and go, right, this is what this is going to be. And just let's have a read. If you're going to start from the beginning, start it and tell the story properly. And there's an animated there series as well, isn't there? Yeah, I don't know whether that's canon or not. I'm so I get so confused. Maybe Grant can tell us, but he will. A and Highlander Grant, movie will be who good. Who should play him? Yeah, because Grant will know. Just let Grant make and the Grant film. And Grant is very, very up for the for, up for let's, the reboot. Let's, he, may, he can just make the film. He can write it. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good for us. But let's let's have a, let's have a dip <laughs> but into it, it'll Twitter. be good if he does it. Whereas I I know what's going to happen here. This is going to be, um, you, it's a tough one. That first film was 
it's, I'll be honest, you know, a big part of it as well was Queen's soundtrack. Yeah. And you know when I was going on about iconic soundtracks, that was an iconic soundtrack that could have misfired spectacularly, but it worked beautifully. Um, Tron Legacy, another one that, that worked and elevated the film above what it actually was. Um, and then, you, yeah, we've got another move, another article on about M83. Yeah. later which we can deal with but well again, not at great length you may have just, just mentioned it now well, because I'm just I don't think either the, uh, of us can talk about M83 no I'm just saying that the score for the, the new movie Oblivion um, yeah. is, he's got this guy and I hadn't heard of him at all I hadn't. and then you started playing him in the office in Starburst and I thought god this is great music yeah. proper 80s synthy yeah. proggy sort of yeah. uh, group again it's great if you get the right artist to do descend it is you don't need a classical score for a film you don't need one you can get away with this approach like um like tron legacy that's a wonderful soundtrack everybody rates that soundtrack Mm -hmm. much more than they rate the film yeah they do nobody is in any doubt it's one of the best soundtracks to come out in the last five years and hopefully this will be the same but yeah the um but with highlander you have you did have queen that was a good part of it yeah, do you reckon they'll get Freddie Mercury back to uh, do this score? The remake? Well, it's in it, in it the other guy that's touring with him still, that guy out of uh, three. I don't remember his name now. Three. I saw him with this lineup. It was bloody yeah. awful. Um, the, the guy he was in a band called Three, and I can't remember his bloody name now. And I got dragged three. to this. Yeah, yeah. F R E E. It's how I say it. Oh, like, three. Not the number. Yeah, like yeah just lisping a bit um no i've never heard of him i don't know no it's, it's I, I don't i don't i just got i just got i just got i just, got, I, just I, was, I got dragged to oh they've reformed with a new lead singer uh, and they're on at the men and the brewery could, uh, because we we was running fab cafe at the time and the brewery said come along hospitality so we went and you had basically this guy doing all the songs with them and uh, freddie mercury recreating his golden jubilee stint on top of the buckingham policy we got on a big step ride and they had the Buckingham Palace imagery behind him as he's doing the the thing. Uh, the entire thing was hideous, and um, and then they did Bohemian Rhapsody, and they actually had Freddie Mercury on the vid screen behind singing the vocals while they were strumming along, sort of some weird reverse karaoke. Um, huh? Yeah. Good grief. Well, we had some comments about the Highlander reboot. Yep. Do you want some of them? Yes. They're on Twitter today. Uh, Ecos filmmaker said, uh, "Now against Reynolds, I love him, but why not get Kevin McKidd or James McAvoy in? Well, an actual Scottish person that would be novel, wouldn't it? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nerd alert. Lizzie B suggested Ryan Reynolds wouldn't be my first choice. I think Henry Cavill could play Connor, but I do think he'd do a good job. Henry Cavill's—he's too busy, isn't he? Well, he's, the problem—the the problem is if Henry Cavill is successful." And, and I'm getting vibes here in how long it's taking to get that thing to the point where they're showing actual proper um, stills from it. I'm thinking that they're spending a fair bit of time on this Superman film. I've got high hopes. I've got my fingers crossed. And if it does hit and hit big, he will pretty much overnight be known as Superman. And let me tell you, there is the only yeah. truth in all these curses is they do really struggle getting getting other gigs when they're playing that role. And it's one of them things. It's Curse a Superman. It's it's just it's tough, isn't it? Because kids think 
of them as that role. Like I'd say this, Robert Downey Jr. is the only person I know who's been able to escape from all of that sort of stuff, but he is wearing a CGI makeover some of the time in the film, so maybe mm-hmm. it's not so bad, but normally kids only see him as that. Like Christopher Reeve, he could act, he could, but he couldn't get a job. Couldn't get a job, couldn't get a role, and he could act. Name me another uh, Reeve movie, Reeves movie. Uh, the only one I love, and it's just me alone, and it's because of the wonderful John Barry score. It's a time travel movie, yeah, somewhere, somewhere in time, time. Yeah. and that's it. Lovely film. The rest of it he did was garbage. He did one for Golan Globus, um, the Cannon Brothers, who did the uh, the then stitched him up. They said he said I'll do Superman four, providing you give me three films. And I think he did one of them as a reporter, and I can't remember what it was. It was a dreadful movie. Uh, two bob movie that disappeared and was only on at canon cinemas and then the canon cinemas went bump so he didn't get his other two films so he gave him a superman they got box office moolah for that he then they gave him a crap version of a film that he wanted to work on i believe he was involved in that heavily his own project and then they went bump there you go and sold all the cinemas to virgin i think if i'm not mistaken Uh... bummer yeah. Uh, George Reeves, we know what happened with him. Um, Dean Kane, as you say, is, uh, yeah, his CV, let's put it this way, out of Lois and Clark, out of the New Adventures of Superman. Uh, Terry Hatcher, thank you very much, done very nicely. Desperate Housewives, brilliant. And I think he probably mows her lawn now. <laughs> no, he'll probably be in some uh, straight to DVD dross. Won't he at the moment? Do you know what? I think he turned up in Smallville as a cameo. I want oh, another one of these pity jobs. Oh, that does sound Yeah, like you think job. he was. Do you know what? If I'm not mistaken, I think he was only just sort of, sort of like a henchman, not even a. Oh, God. I think it was Cruise of the Gods, talking of which I'll have to explain yeah. what happened at the show maybe after break. I'll only be five minutes with it. No, but you won't. I will. <laughs> I will, because you'll, you'll, if I go too far with it, you won't start laughing. Um. Is that it on the Highlander? Have yeah. you got any more thoughts? No, I just... I love the first film, and if it's as good as that, I'd be happy. Right. There you go. And and they've got they've got to stop. They've The main thing, what I'm saying, is someone's just got to write a Bible. Because those films are... They, every single film contradicts everything else, yeah? You cannot watch those films. You can't sit and watch Highlander, Highlander 2, Highlander 3, Highlander 4. It's impossible. Impossible, yeah. I just don't think this the the uh, the, the properties has enough clout to be successful at the box uh, do, office. Do you know really, what? Do, really you know, do you know and what? Especially Ryan Reynolds. Do you know? I, I, you know, I like the guy. I really do. I think he's it's uh, a light comedy smart. actor. He's he's funny. Yeah, he can do action. Yeah, love the guy. It's um, like he's like I'm comedy. I'm just worried about the, the the property as a whole. He he is brilliant in comedies. He's great in comedies. He really is. Really that. good, underrated comedy, Just Friends. Very, very funny. Hmm. It's a rom-com. Okay. Super smart. Well, anyway, I don't hate tons all of, of Tons of Highlander uh, 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 tweets here from earlier on in the day. Uh, it's it's not looking good. Give, give, go on, Do give us some, some of the... Okay, let's be, give it us both barrels. Um, and if Grant is still listening, maybe he'll, he'll <laughs> give some comments on what these people are saying. Uh, Scott Varnum. 
think oh, he yeah. writes for us. Yeah, he does indeed write for us. I'm just scared of the reboot. I actually quite like Reynolds, though. Uh, Stephen Ridley. I want to see a Van, uh, Van Wilder slash Highlander reboot. Uh, oh, sorry. Van Highlander. Van Highlander. <laughs> good yeah that's good Van Highlander write that, write that down like, let's that email it to ourselves so we've got proof I want to see a Highlander slash Van Wilder crossover where he repeats college for eternity <laughs> oh, that's good <laughs> okay I'm picking oh, these at God. random you can yeah. tell um, Barry Steele uh, says Reynolds doesn't look like he's lived through centuries whereas Lambert really did Reynolds is too fresh faced and carefree uh, uh, Ripley uh, Ripley Yarn for me, it's both not good choice for Connor and bad thing to do a reboot. Uh, Matthew Hughes, Ryan Reynolds would be a good uh, would be good as a talentless actor pretending to be good. That's a bit cryptic, that isn't it? God, that's, <laughs> that's a bit deep, isn't it? Zane Smith says, "What a bad choice! First kill off the Green Lantern, now Highlander, uh, the hostile oh, heroine. Just don't touch what doesn't need to be touched. For example, trying to recapture what made the thing so epic just failed." Uh, George Medeluk, good actor in my opinion, not edgy or mysterious for the Highlander, and it goes on and on and on Fraser Cole, tired of remakes uh, slash reboots so let Highlander go, or cast a Scottish actor hashtag just saying yep it's not looking good can I just say, pages of that. Did, did you ever think that was a bit odd about the first one Yeah, that you've got the two main characters in it, and and you got Ramirez. Yeah, is supposed to be a Spaniard. Yeah, right. right. And he's played by Sean Connery. <laughs> and then you've got Lambert, and he's playing Connor McLeod. And where's he from? And the, it's that bad. It's that bad that they even had to fit. They had to fit a gag into the film over his accent to cover the fact that it sounds weird. Because he goes, "Where are you? Fr- where are you from exactly?" Anyway, and everyone sort of laughed. It's a funny gag actually. And he goes, "Lots of different places." In in a weird voice. And then earlier on, it goes the flashbacks. He puts the Scottish accent on a little bit more, but he's not very good at it. So they wisely don't have him saying that much in the Scot- Scottish scenes. Yeah, they they have him speaking much more right now. And the idea is that his accents become just garbled because he's been alive this long. He's lived in America, lived everywhere. Yeah, um, really, the truth is, he couldn't do a Scottish accent. Right. But the guy that that's the epitome of a Scottish accent that everybody takes the piss out of for having that Scottish accent when he's supposed to be British agent James Bond, yeah. He's playing a Spaniard. I just found always found that bizarre. That's crackers. But it is and no one thinks about it, but it is true. Who's the Highlander? Bloody him, it's Sean baby, isn't it? He? He's the <laughs> Highlander. Uh, he's just a bit old for it, wasn't he? But you know, I say. Bloody Lee Johnston on Twitter says, How could we forget the John Carpenter film Village of the Damned, which was another Christopher Reeve film? Yes. Well, yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. But well, I didn't like it. I thought it was awful that. Yeah. I mean it's a to each his own, maybe I think somebody a lot liked of people it. People forget John Carpenter did Village of the Damned. I think I, really I do. do, I do, and I'm a big John Carpenter fan. And I'm a Chris Reeves fan. I thought his I loved him in Superman. I thought as a kid he was my hero. He really was. Yeah. And and I I I thought he was awesome. I really did. And that's we say um that's why, yeah, Brandon Ruth Ralph, whatever. Ralph pff, whatever. Blur, go away. It's good. Yeah. He's very good though. Get off, get very out, good. get out, Brandon. Get out, no, no, you're done, you're finished. Rubbish, good. he's rubbish. Hey, it's San Diego. Rubbish, I didn't believe him, didn't believe him. But so we'll Cavill. get all the Man of Steel uh, stuff. Yeah, um, well. July 13th. 
I hope that Expect Cavill trailers, yeah, huge things. I just hope that Cavill gives kids now a hero. I hope he delivers. I hope he gives them a Superman for their age, so that when they're a bit older, they can think how I think about Christopher Reeve. Subs to Zack Snyder. Yeah, I know. I get that. Yeah. See what he brings out of him. See, that's what uh, we got with uh, Brian Singer. Yeah. Yeah, that was his idea of a hero. Oh, uh, that's what? Well, in a, Superman Returns. A bloody... Um, peeping Tom. Peeping Tom, yeah. yeah. A peeping Tom homewrecker mm. as well, with with all... Oh, don't even get me started. It was a... That was the biggest mistake, that film. And they got... The, the beginning of it started so right. He nailed all the stuff that everybody wanted to see. And if he'd have done it right with that music, he'd got the rights yep. to the music, he'd done the same intro, and we were all ready to go back to our childhood. And he took us somewhere hideous yeah, yeah. with that film. We hated it. I don't know anybody who likes that film. Mm. Don't. It's the biggest disaster. One person once. Yeah. I can't remember now. And it doesn't make any sense, the entire story of that film. No. At all. Oh, anyway, well. never mind. Yeah. Shall we have a break and then uh, um, yeah. get back with sure. some more stuff, right? We won't, we won't be long. The ultimate threat to the universe is here. I am Hordak, and this is my evil horde. From the Masters of the Universe collection, all figures each sold separately. Get me out of here! From Mattel. Manchester Radio Online.com. From Manchester with love. Manchester Radio Online is brought to you by Amicus Computers. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Manchester Radio Online. Mm-hmm. And yes, we've had another uh, example emailed in by the hat of black and white movie with uh, colour sequel and I felt so stupid Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead yeah only two of the most famous movies ever made and I didn't remember them damn but thank you very much Mr Hat that would have helped your argument oh I would have been I'd have been boom you'd have gone oh god I surrender at that that would have been the big guns that see I only had clerks that was all I was thinking of clerks yeah no but you didn't even get that one I know I know I didn't get any Captain Poppin had to I've been bailed out by the hat and Captain Poppin yeah that's that's his good job see these heroes about see the hat could be Captain Poppin's sidekick Captain Poppin and the hat that sounds cool Captain Poppin and the hat yeah Write it down. No, it's that's great. It gets even what better. Was the other note we wrote, yeah. wrote, wrote down before. Oh, I can't remember now. Oh dear. It was a title, wasn't it? Van Van Highlander. Van Highlander. Van yeah. Highlander. Done. All these are copyrighted. Brilliant. So yeah, we yeah. got we got a short five minute review of the, the sort okay, of the right. little show. I'm looking forward to hearing this. Oh yeah. Genuinely. Uh, right. Not got I'll, your feedback on this. I'll quickly go into what it is. Shoot. Big finish. They do audio dramas, and in Doctor Who, sometimes when you want to expand and go into um, continuing stories, if you've not got the rights to the characters, um, it's. Paul Darrow in Robots of Death and Storm Mine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And that was on at Fab Cafe this afternoon. The and the Fab Cafe Cult Television Movie Theme Bar on Portland Street, Manchester. Sounds and, nice. And, um, yeah, went along, paid my duties and 
sat down and was looking forward to it because I know Paul Darrow he did um, an, an audience with and he was amazing he was he was really uh, when I say this can't praise him enough out of all the people that we've met when we've been doing all these shows he is a gentleman lobster worthy he's so he could have yeah. two he could have he oh. could have a lobster factory this wow. guy he's very nice to everybody I have never seen him be rude dismissive or anything he, anyone can come over to him can and go oh please on the side he could have any he could have a whole pig right. just there everything he's so lobster worthy he's the diff- he's 10 out of 10 lobster worthy and um, yeah the poor guy he's just lost his his wife and he still came and did this show so that's good now the show itself Robots of Death, very famous Doctor Who episode, but, so they got permission to do this Big Finish audio. I've not heard the original myself, but the, it's all about Caldor City, which is uh, it's, it's sort of a spin-off from the show. You've got basically Robots of Death, they're taking the murders and weird stuff that's going on, but from a different perspective of some characters that you didn't see in the Doctor Who episode, mm-hmm. who then spin off into a sequel at the end of, um, of the Robots of Death. So it's Robots of Death told from a different perspective with some new characters and Paul Darrow's playing a character in it and yeah the first one was uh, interesting show and it was okay and everyone seemed to enjoy that and that was all very good hmm. sadly the um, the second show was abysmal oh, um, oh. it was and, and I'm sorry but uh, yeah I'm this connected is, uh, with Fab and I yes. want to say nothing bad it wasn't very it wasn't very enjoyable for me um, unfortunately things got a little bit worse I mean, the thing was, this was... If, if you anyone's been to Fab, it is a bit like the cantina in Star Wars. You yeah. never know who's going to be in there, and it was on form. It was on fire tonight. It had every every unusual person you could have thought in Manchester. In one corner, you've got a guy dressed as a mounty. He wasn't there. Right. I don't know what happened. Maybe he, he lost his ticket or something, or, or he's been kidnapped by someone even less normal than him. But he wasn't there. We had everybody else, though. I mean, and we, at my table, we, we, we had uh, Midget Bardo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Absolute Excuse looks me. exactly like her, but about four feet tall. What? Oh, I'm not joking. She was Wait. just sat at the captain's table. We call it the captain's table, the one in the corner, if you've ever been in there. Um, and she was just sat there. And I thought, who's she with? And then she's with it. this other guy who's involved in the production. And anybody who, who was female or attractive or looks or halfway normal, they were with someone who was an actor in the show or whatever. Midget Bardo? Midget Bardo was sat. Was sat she oh, came and sat I... later on at our table for a, a little bit and then wandered off. For oh, her. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not. Oh, yeah, that's the way I remember. I, no, that's just so I she's remembered not in a her. Lucky Likey agency. Oh no, Midget I just Barbara. was looking at her, going, oh, no. "Good God, she's the absolute spitting image of her." And then she stood up and I thought, "Oh no, not not quite." Um, Bravo, sir. But, Bravo. That's yeah. a hell of a nickname. I can, well, it's just well, how no, I could well remember done. her. You well, see. Well, because I remember you. looking at her thinking, bloody hell, she's absolutely <laughs> looks exactly like her uh, from from a God created woman. And then she stood up and I thought, oh, she's not. Yeah, about four foot summer. I don't know. She it looked it was her anyway. Anyway, but that's nice. Nice, As a nice girl. I was once you know uh, out and about, and I was uh, making. I caught the eye of a, a lady mm. over uh, over across the the, the bar there. Mm. Looking back and forth, I was only very young, so, mm. so quite quite nervous. I was getting ready to. Uh, uh, so I wasn't really, but I thought, yeah, 
Maybe I can go over there and talk to her. In the end, she uh, hops off. Tiny, tiny yeah. little lady. I know. So it's, it always throws you a little bit, and I know it shouldn't, but you make an assessment, don't you, based on the top half, and you go, oh, that'll just be all normal, and then they get up and they don't get up as much as you think they're going to get the up. the best-looking midget I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. This one, a midget. She's just very, very, very short girl that looked like someone who's actually oh, right. quite tall. So, therefore, when you... when you did, did, She's about so big. I don't know, about four and a half foot or something. She, she wasn't that crazy small, but it was right. just... No, 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 taller than that. But she looks like Bridget Bardot, you see. So when, yeah, you know what I mean. Anyway, but that was that was interesting. Um, (laughs) Anyway, the the show we get we get we get through it all. Um, The script in hand, it was. So you've got them all there, like they would be in a studio, going through the the entire thing. Um, Sadly, uh, during the first act, there was a real comedy moment where the gun fell to pieces that he held at someone and then Paul Darrow had to go oh dear, dead pro he was actually going oh dear well thanks to that uh, dropped ball I think we'll um, we'll just have a slot short break then they fixed the gun and carried on ok so um, can they stop you there yeah if it's scripts in hand yeah but they were holding little things and, Why? and that just because they'd be is that a the gunshot part of the yeah 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 plus yeah exactly you're supposed to be cool. getting the experience as if you were at the big finish studios while they were recording it I all. don't think they've got guns in the booths well I'm sure really they don't. haven't but look we, you have to make some to, sort you of you want to see a Pixar film being recorded you know, do you think they're uh, I agree with, with you I agree but but you know they, they have to make some play to it because I think they, they cost quite a bit of money to come and watch this and it was a long do I mean it was on all day it's like one o'clock till six o'clock good god honestly I'm not joking it was a checkoff play long but the second one was just full of of it was like Cosmopolis dialogue Whoa. all in honestly Whoa. I'm not joking it was all full of, of um, bits that cribbed from the Dharmapada the um, Buddhist uh, Bible yeah mm. loads of it again I don't I hope this isn't becoming some sort of trend or, or vogue that everyone oh, wants to don't worry go, about it good god I hope not because I can't stand it it just turned me off going to the airport but, why did they call but, this an airport I know this is oh, the sort of thing that is a good point but there were a few things but I will say this the best thing there was a fluff and it's the best line you've ever heard there was a fluffer there a was a, a, a no why does they, he need a fluffer no not a fluffer there was a, a somebody forgot their lines and mis, misspoke the lines and it's the best the funniest thing in the world the person playing the robot suddenly uh, towards the end of the play gets um, their artificial intelligence and everything starts to go hyper and they start to get more and more intelligent and get more and more aware and more intellectual and they're, they're, you know, like the hell, to the hell uh, computer in uh, two thousand and one. Hell, is it Hell nine thousand? Hell, you saying Hell? Hull, Hull, Hull. Oh, I can't speak <laughs> properly. You know what I mean? Hell, yeah. Big red light. I yeah. know. Yeah, I wouldn't right. mention it, but yeah. it, it sounded like you were saying there you Hell. Go. Oh well, I, I'm misspeaking. You're I'm lisping and mis. I am probably. Yeah. It's. Um, but the thing is, he then. This becoming this hyper intelligent creature, the, the robot, yeah. yeah, and it comes out with this. I had to write it down, I remember it right. But what about this for a mistake? My senses and intelligence are expanding exponentially. Oh, you know, exponentially. Yeah, but I couldn't. I laughed my head off because it's the the the, the yeah, it's really expanding that intelligence, and so we had a laugh at that. And then afterwards, we cock up all the like, yeah. we're on radio. So we're I had, know what we're doing. I had, we don't. yeah, 
I had to. Um, the, he had oh. a stalker there, Diane Geese, who was head of the um, Horizon oh. fan club. I don't mind saying um, a few things about. She's. A, I don't like her. Don't get on with her. Um, she's. A, you know, she's yeah, she's she's a sad, tragic so woman. You're only who on around yeah. on podcast forever. Yeah, I know. I'm just Legends. saying. I don't. I don't like her. Don't like her. Um, she's very rude to me. She wrote a letter years ago about an event when um, he appeared on, and she was telling us off because we were we went for some food with him before the show. You bastard! I know. Uh, I never quite understood that letter, but so I'm not her biggest you're fan. So, so she was food. there, so I sort of avoided her. Uh, I know. Well, I thought. That's polite, yeah. Anyway, but she wasn't invited because I don't know her that well. But never mind. But these are the, the Blake Seven fans. Some of them can be a bit intense. And, but you know what? Paul Darrow, he's a charmer, and he he never can have too much time for him. So you know they're very yeah. lucky to have him. If you see what I mean. Mm. Um, but then I um, I I thought. It was unbelievable what happened next year. It, there's the Q and A. There is a woman with grey hair. Mm. She sat as close to Paul Darrow as I am to you right now, about three feet across, just mm. right at the front. And she goes, all right, questions and all that. And she goes, yes, um, I just want to know, um, I enjoyed the first play, it was all really good. Um, could you play, you know, tell me why the uh, second one was so atrocious? Um, <gasps> and um, why clearly, um, I, I'm sorry, but I like the first one, I like listening to it. I've heard it on audio disc and I've heard this other one second and I've got to say this is quite obviously the, the worst thing I've ever heard. I mean, I'd, I'd listen to it again only if I wanted to send myself to sleep. Wowzers! And he sat there, and I went... You can imagine me at this stage. I just went, oh, boy, I have never actually seen this happen before. And and, and, I, and I thought, How, what's he going to do with this? And then... D, he said, "What? So you didn't? You didn't like? Uh, so I take it you didn't like the audio disc, the player you're talking." About. And she went, "Well, quite frankly, both." Meaning, because he was trying to give her a get out, going, "Oh, you mean just the audio, not my yeah. performance today?" Yeah, you're not a fan That's of the a source yeah, 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 yeah. And she goes, "No, to be honest, quite often, but honestly, both. It was just full of a, a load of. I couldn't understand it. It was uh, boring. It was just rubbish. And I've got to admit, she was right. But no, <laughs> but no, no. Do not say that." Then what are you expecting to happen now? You've got to be thinking, what's going to happen now? Is he? Is how's Paul Darrow going to deal with this? Paul Darrow goes, yeah, I must admit, I'm not. I didn't really like it either. Oh, and then and then he goes, and I'm not going to give it uh, give too much away. But at the end, I didn't know what it was all about. And then, oh, and then and then the woman who's the lead, who's because he's like a co-star with her. He's yeah. just whispering in her ear because he's don't give it too much away. But his character is um, not quite what it appears to be, and sort of just whispers advice to her and um she then she, he goes and i don't want to land uh was it i can't remember her name now in it but uh yes i asked her what it was about and uh she said i haven't got a clue either oh, so then i'm like oh my god then 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 not the There's writer because he wasn't there the, the, someone involved in the production there? i don't know he wasn't there um but the guy the guy who the um the guy another guy involved in the production then jumps in like emergency Gareth. and sits there no someone else and I don't know who he was I've not met him and he just started going well I was in, involved in the production da, 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 da. and he's sort of like going yes uh, yes you get, get, just start blaming me start blaming me please start right. blaming me but she wasn't having any of that she was still going after the Paul Darrow angle and still giving grief out and it went on for ages and then this other woman starts going oh now well you've, you've now you've missed you've just nicked all the 
this from from the Buddhist doctrines, haven't you? Because all that stuff about killing the holy man on the road and all Same that. Woman. It's all that. No, another woman. Oh god! So then it all starts. So I'm like this, like what the hell's going on? Then it all went on for ages, and the Q and A was. Then it was great, great because Paul Darrow he's awesome, and he then commanded the room, and he did really well, and he pulled it back on track. Then we get to the end, and there is this really strange guy. There's all the way through this. There's a guy. There's two guys. One at the end of the bar, tall guy, very gangly, really weird looking that I remembered from somewhere, but I couldn't put a name to him. And he's got glasses on, and you've got another crazy guy in a chair rocking backwards and forwards all the way through the show like some rhythm to some dance that no one's having. You want the screamer from earlier on? He sounds like he may have gagged. So then. He, this guy, he, he then said, right, we've got time for two final questions. So I'll tell you what, let's make these really good questions. So they went, yeah, you at the back. So the guy goes, were you in Minder? <laughs> and then, because Paul Darrow looks really confused, like, what? Minder? What do you mean? And then he went, oh, no, no, as if this is going to clear it up. He goes, oh, no, 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 no. Not not the, and I direct quote this, not the fucking shit one the, with Shane Ritchie, you know, um, and all that. And Paul goes, oh, language boy, like that. And he went, oh, sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah, I didn't mean to be coming out with that. I just, I'm trying to make you see, you know, it's not with Shane, it's not with Shane Ritchie, that one. I mean, in the other one, because that's where all you lot come from, isn't it, Minder? You know, you're all in Minder, aren't you? Oh, And he just goodness. went, and then I thought, he, he just started going, oh yes, well you do meet some people who were in it, and he mentioned a few names, George <laughs> Cole and all that, and then he just completely just dodged it and then went, yeah, and you there, yeah, went to another question. Then that guy starts acting really weird, then he goes up and starts chatting to all the um, bar staff, and he, he's a guy who turns out he plays a male prostitute in Shameless, yeah. And then he started acting really weird, offended everybody, and all the security threw him out on the street. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Right. What? So... An actor from Shameless... <laughs> yeah. ...was yeah. the one who asked to... About Minder. Darrow, yeah, Darrow. about Minder, yeah. Yeah. About Minder. I swear to you, you couldn't... You couldn't believe it. I was... I was just... I and was why did, just. Why gobsmacked. did this throw him out? Because he was being absolutely bonkers. He was going to chatting all the girls up behind the bank, going all weird stuff and reaching his hand between pumps and do, just doing weird stuff, I think. And then finally he went out for a break and they just went, nah, you're not coming back in, matey. You're just like, not not quite right, are you? Oh, good. And, he's, and then he started going on, going, well, you know I am and all that. And one of them recognised him, I think, and went, yeah, you're in shameless, yeah, but you're still not getting in, yeah. And and if, I, I don't know even not I've not I've not seen enough of Shameless to know anything about who he no, plays or what he is. Well. Uh, he plays a male prostitute, and and um, in real life he's nuts. There you go. Maybe someone could don't even know who he is. He's got glasses, blonde hair, tall, weird, female, very weird Tell actually. Us. So there you go. So that that's my afternoon. Ooh. Before I got to the office to get ready to the, for this show, so and in re- real terms, like I say, it's a game of two halves. The first bit, yeah, and even they are saying the second one was a bit, um, you know. But, yeah, but I'm you know, loving that super fan now, though. I think I think that is genius. Wow, wow, hey, that takes serious balls. I have never seen it in my life. I have never seen anyone 
do that. And I've, I'll be honest, I mean, she, she can't be a very nice person to do that to him because he's such a nice guy. And and to no, actually isn't, start isn't saying, that, look, is it, so why is your... Refreshing, though. Why that, are you so... Honesty. What, to sit three feet in front of someone and say, why are you so shit? Well, no. Which is kind of what no, she did. Yeah, but she said, yeah. brilliant first play, yeah, loved yeah. it, but the Spice Mines of Kessler were shit. Storm mine. Whatever. Yeah. It was shit. What gives? Oh, no, I get that. Shoot. No, I get that. <laughs> but bloody hell, it was interesting. I'll tell you something, though. I mean, like I say, anybody, got the, they certainly got the ticket money today. They got the ticket money worth out of that. Um, I've never seen... You know, it takes a lot for me to say, oh, I've seen something new here. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen that before. Um, yeah. That so, sounds like a good day, actually. It's I am going down just... One of them, one of them situations. Like I say, it just only for one thing I will say about it. It just uh, reminds me what a, what a bloody nice guy he is. Yeah, Paul Darrow is is you know anybody out there that listening to this, you're thinking of having uh, a celeb or having somebody from one of these shows open summit or attend summit, whatever. God, he's 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 a diamond. He really is. He's you see great. Him out on the street. Yeah. Take him for lobster. Yeah, he's lobster worthy. Yeah. He's deemed officially lobster worthy. Uh, I think he gets a lifetime pass on that. Yeah. We've also, it's sad, it is amazing that he came up to do that show after his wife had sadly passed away. That's that's what I'm talking about now. There's a lot of people would not have done that. No, nah, I'd be wouldn't trembling have. on the kitchen floor, clutching a bottle yeah, of JD, uh, probably with a gun in my mouth. Yeah, that's it. And to slightly <laughs> put an end to that, we have got... Paul Rogers from Free is the person that joined and we're best known for the smash hit single All Right Now and Bats is from Mountie who says he used to play it most weeks in his DJ days his DJ days no way unbelievable these talents what was he called Uh, we want to know your name and we also want to know where you were playing Uh, but But I I bet he had a sound sound bite didn't he I I don't know I reckon so. In between songs, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Kempster, um, Re Highlander sounds bloody good to me. I actually did start writing a reboot. I was 60 Uh. pages in as the reboot was announced. No animated series, not to be confused with the anime. Wasn't canon as it's set in the future and is shit. You should play Connor McLeod 10 years ago. I'd have said Gerard Butler. Five years ago, I'd have said Josh Holloway. Now, honestly, Tom Hardy is the only actor who I think fits the bill of being young enough with an old soul behind the eyes. Yes, that's... uh, that's yeah, yeah. it for the record I don't mind Reynolds for the part not ideal but I like him as an actor and I think he's got some acting chops hidden behind the cheesy one-liners yeah no totally I, know. I, I, I do like Reynolds it's a shame yeah. he, it's just that he only has Sean in comedy roles and that's just a coincidence it could be that he's just not had the right vehicle some people just get the right vehicle like, like right you got to say um where would Mel Gibson have got? Let's ignore what's happened the yeah. last five years. But if he hadn't have looked into Lethal Weapon, mm. that was a great vehicle for him. Yeah, and these, uh, they, they sometimes they just need it. And I don't think he's got it. He's not. Maybe if he'd have made more Van Wilder, they'd have took off as much as American Pie. But he didn't do the sequel. Then he he's not hit 
anything he get he got on the blade uh, franchises it sunk <laughs> he got um he's just not had a lot of luck and i'm not defending him like he's got a little bit of taylor kitsch but he's never no. he's not a kiss hey, of death hey, though hey, hey, no, no. oh no he's got a little oh, bit of unfortunate mean, like, timing I've got you, I've got unfortunate yeah. timing don't compare um, the two no no i i find him watchable and taylor kitsch he, he's just a non-event We've got some feedback from uh, the Spice Minds of Kessler and uh, Robots of Doom. Yeah. Uh, the Fiction Strokers <laughs> said... Yeah. God, I hope he's not angry. Look, I was... Oh, I, and I had a good time. And, well, yeah, you ready? Yeah. The Fiction Stroker. Uh, Re Stormmine. Yeah. Thought it was an appropriate sequel piece to Robots Deep and raising many questions like sci-fi ought to. Mm. There we go. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, all that's right. a fair comment. No, he, the guy who said Neil it, G the guy involved in that, so crazy lady. Oh good God, she hated it. But she was mean, though. She was mean. That was not my cup of tea. Is this the but, same lady who like uh, wants to uh, bed? Darrow. No, that's someone else who's the right. lady I told you about. I mean, anyway, don't want to get too deep into that because of the situation, but she I'm just saying that, yeah, I'll bet, I'll bet. But the thing is that, um, the, uh, yeah, the the fact is that it, the guy himself involved in the production said, yeah, this was seen as a Marmite, um, a Marmite type situation and that yeah. some people would like it some people wouldn't um that that lady i've got to say now it's i know what you're saying about it's being refreshing someone just doing that but it, it was incredibly rude but she paid 20 quid to go there so she's a massive fan no, no. she didn't accidentally pay 20 i don't get it and if she's not happy she's entitled weird, to opinion weird but, bar but god it was it she it was unpleasant when she when she did it, I, did, I thought it was a bit. There was a there was a better way of doing it. What she did, where she would have probably been respected, got the same across. You could have just said that it wasn't quite my cup of tea, but to actually come out with a line such as "Oh, I'll listen to it again if I want to fall asleep," and then when he, he tries a lifeline and go, he gave her an out as well, he gave her an out by saying, "Look, well, is it just the audio that you're after? Is what about that?" And she goes, "No, no, you both crap, really. You know, Shit. I mean, good God, what's he doing that when they're starting in front of you?" Um, but I did. Uh, it was it's just bloody. Just a nice guy. He dealt with it really well. Yeah, but the but yeah that some people will watch that and they'll enjoy it. It wasn't really my stuff, but I enjoyed I enjoyed the event. It was good. Cool. It's a good event. Good. Good. And that's all you need, isn't it? When you having him back? Anytime. He's welcome. More than welcome. But uh, no, it's good. It suited, suited the venue well, and um, I'm no doubt it's carrying on as well. The the play is being polished up getting ready for full theatre production and oh, it's yeah. going to be on as I say there's going to be some more plays on at Fab Cafe and I believe that uh, Storm Mine is going to be on uh, complete because you've got to give it this as well that was a script in hand unpolished um, turd no can't be like that I'm just saying it, it was unpolished and it was uh, it was put on and the finished production will be on at the Lasso Gallery and that's the one where you can go and watch it and go, right, OK, let's see it. Proper. Bang. Oh, great stuff. And it might be... Uh, this was very much a, a novelty piece uh, where you got to see. It, it's like being in the big finish studio, but with guns. Yeah. Odd. Odd. Give him a pass on the guns. No. It made Point it... finger like that. Oh, you'd feel stupid <laughs> doing... You would feel stupid pointing your it. finger while gunshots were going off. Oh, 
You'd feel stupid. I would. You'd feel stupid. I want a gun. I with want a your, prop. With your, with your prop. Yeah, with your I want prop a prop. Like I'd that. want a but, prop. But you'd have to have a prop, prop, but you right. know, you've got a script if and, that you... and a toy gun. Right, I'll, How, give, I'll give you... What did it look like as well, by the way? Was it one of those tiny little ones with no. a big uh, yellow end? No, it wasn't. Was it? it wasn't or a gun. G- well, obviously, it's a space weapon, so it's not going to be one of them, is it? Like your starting so they had pistol. Knock it up, did they? In the it, see, it looked all right. Did it? It did when and it was crumbled. When it, it, when no, it was that handled. was earlier on. That it was fixed for the second half. Look, oh, stop oh it! Anyway, Thank the um, the the main thing is you uh, you have a yeah yeah. It was it was interesting. Mm. Something they wouldn't get to see. Yeah. And uh, and then you know you can watch it. I believe me, the the end product will be a lot different. I think because you do learn from this sort of stuff as right. well. What works and what doesn't work. Sure. Yeah. So like this show, I will. Oh, good God, look no, at, it look wasn't at the as amount it, of stuff we've learned. All have the we? Feedback so it's much slicker now, isn't it? People hey. tell us we're shit. Yeah. yeah. Look how much. Look how much we've taken on board. I mean, oh, I just get look that. at this one show right now. Yep. We've told, we've discussed one piece of news. Yep. <laughs> it could be, I was going to say it could be worse, but I'm, I'm struggling. No, it's all right. Yeah, of course it is. Well, we I'm got, coughing. Well, we got time for a quick break for one uh, And then we'll just one do break and then, uh, a mega news blast. News blast. Yeah, it'd be like a, it'll be like a proper news flash. And then I'll... 12 will There's go. a lot to do. There's a lot to do. There is. A lot to cover. Right. We'll be back and... Go blow my nose. It'll be very quick. He is going to but He's got an handkerchief. I'll, I'll cut to the music before he does... Oh. <laughs> Fantastic. Email studio at manchesterradioonline.com And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Manchester Radio Online. Uh, any emails? Do you want to purge your email? No, I think no, we just got them all. Let's have a look. No, we are all done. I've got a sneaky feeling everyone's gone to bed now. I think they have as no, well. We've just, just got that last ten minutes while we just do a. Doesn't matter though, because people are listening on podcast right now. Correct, and you're yeah. not in bed. In fact, you might be on your way to work at seven in the morning. Yeah, who who knows? Jr. Jr. South. Are knows you on your that? postal round? He might be. My apologies. Hey, oh, by the way, just, I just want. I'm just. What go- you got all about? I know. He could, might. Be a, he could be a spy. Or maybe not. I don't know. I'm not saying spy. anything. Assassin. I'm not saying anything. Edited. But yes, it's for those time. who don't know, well, let's just give a, a pimp out well, of the podcast. Hello. Yeah. Hello, Jr. This is. Weird. It must be weird as you're wandering down the street and we're talking in your head like this. Now, here we go. Right. Pimp out for the podcast. We have the podcast of this radio show available usually either tuesday or wednesday on itunes and it's but usually sometimes sometimes you get it up earlier it depends how long yeah we'll say wednesday if it comes earlier even better and also on a it's usually once a week there is a an ost podcast which is the soundtrack music from the show because the normal podcast doesn't have the music in it so you have a choice between two and then there is the mighty JR and his team, and they bring you the Blue Box podcast, and it is the premier Doctor Who podcast. Is See, it? everyone says that, but it actually is. It says, is it? yeah, it's great. Yeah, I, I was enjoying premier. it. All right, well, yeah. that's an overused word. I want a better word <laughs> for it then. It's better than the rest of them. There we go. Not there you go. 
seriously it's the great best it's the Doctor best Doctor Who podcast in the world ever I'm all aboard that in That's the world, right. ever. I don't know what the word premiere means. It means People some bandy, bandy it's, that around. It's on Empire and stuff, isn't it? That uh, must and magazines no, like that. I can genuinely say the highest selling or the biggest movie magazine in the world. No, premiere it, doesn't it, say it. that though. Premiere just says we're dead good and you're all rubbish. Who pre- oh, it premier. does. Yeah, premiere does. The word premiere. If I put um, on there, um, sci-fi now so- are the premiere sci-fi horror fantasy magazine what do you think about that i don't think that that's true because i've read the magazine and i don't really enjoy it very much and i don't buy it i'm just saying that i'm a punter as well as an editor of this magazine and i buy these things yeah really i know oh no you gotta put some you can't put um this magazine's all right give us a give us a shot it might be better than you know dog molesting I honestly think that is a really good tagline. I would. Oh yeah, if yeah. I had a magazine, I'd, I'd put that. Yeah, better than yeah. dog molesting. Yes. This. Well, we are. We are genuinely way, way better use of your time. Seriously, and you'll get more out of us. Oh, that sounded wrong. Kerry O'Donnell. Yes. And uh, Martin. Martin Gobley. Neo yes. Five 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 yes. five five zero six. Uh huh. They're still listening. That's all right. Yeah. As long as we're not on our own, because Carrie if we're was the person that needed persuaded to see Alien a couple of uh, weeks back, Martin, good, pleaded us to uh, yeah. convince Carrie. Got Carrie, it. have you watched Alien yet? I bet she. I hope she enjoyed it. I hope she didn't watch it and go, "Oh, what was all the fuss about?" I'd be dead upset. Yeah. That'd be rubbish, that wouldn't it? Yes, it would. Well, there you go. So, is that a podcast's pimped? Podcast suitably? pimped. Time for time for a music roundup. Music roundup. Oh, oh no music dude, to yeah, I think news you, roundup. You news roundup. Got, I've you've caught lost it, it tonight. I've virus. so lost you've it. You've got a hang on for another week. And here's me going on about them getting a word wrong in the play. We've got a uh, deadline so, next week at the end of, end of the week, and then you can die. Yeah. Well, not die. I'm getting. But, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, my, my. I'm getting exponentially rubbish. Uh, doing this radio show we're going to get through as much news as we can yeah go on then eight minutes yay right you know this San Diego Cup of Comedy is coming up soon oh no I can't do that god that's too fast that San Diego Comic Con there we go yep yep Marvel Studios yep. is rumoured to someone, someone's got the skinny okay yep. it's it's. I know definitely got to be Guardians of the Galaxy that they go to that's what they're saying yeah for their 2014 movie that means we're going to get Rocket Raccoon mm. uh, the other uh, details are it's yeah. going to heavily involve uh, Thanos yeah. and it's going to bleed right into the it, Avengers it makes sense it makes sense but they're going to have to spend a fair bit of time establishing who all these characters are because they are very 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 minor characters in the scheme of things sure even though it's got fans it's not a top tier title it so never has Guardians been of the galaxy feedback today on twitter yeah. it's such a shame that we can't get through but yeah uh yeah people are skeptical even uh, the mighty robert Pe- uh, robin pierce yeah uh, uh who writes for us of course yeah he uh, said on the comments that yeah he's never heard of Guardians of the Galaxy and, and, and he a, knows you know, his, you know he knows I mean. his stuff you know and that's I mean. my point you are not dealing with even an Iron Man because Iron Man wasn't that well known but he was well known enough and he was quite an iconic looking character you get away with this lot There's a, you've got an ensemble team remember so you like doing a super team 
but you've not even had them in their own individual movies, so you don't even know who these guys are, well, yeah. and you're just supposed to go, okay. But maybe in yeah. the um, maybe they'll set them up in the uh, upcoming movies. Next yeah, yeah, year's movies, maybe uh, Thor two. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, how about though, uh, Big Hero Six? Yeah. Uh, Disney. Yeah. Are rumored to be developing a uh, Marvel Studios movie uh, based on uh, that obscure bunch. I, I of don't. I don't even understand that. It's, it's relatively new, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's, been, it's made up of a few characters. It's the that new. One I, that I was familiar with was Silver Samurai, but I don't think they're yeah. going to use that I've guy because he's in uh, Wolverine. The Wolverine is, yeah. he is the main villain. I have never really read it that much. I don't know much about it. And the the problem with that is, again... Japanese-based. You, you, you're going to struggle getting people to be on board with it. Now, you know, it's weird because they've gone for something like... They, they've got their own individual super team there. Like the... Um, what's it? The Invincibles, yeah. Whatever. The Incredibles. Incredibles. No, this isn't wrong. Pixar. Yeah. It's this not, is just it? Disney. Oh, was it just Disney? Yeah. I Disney, thought, okay, yeah. that's fine no, then. Pixar weren't... They weren't um, interested in collaborating with Marvel Studios. Uh, they, had, they had a few talks uh, uh, a year or two ago, and they said, no, we've got the Incredibles. Uh, we've kind of been there and done yeah, that. Yeah, but, so. but it's still not a brand. You see, the Incredibles is a brand in that people and kids like them, and it's all good, but Just could you imagine Pixar doing something like really cosmic, like the Silver Surfer or something, where they could just let rip and go out and do stuff that had cost such a lot of money to do yeah uh, I don't know yeah. though well, mind you do Pixar is it really any cheaper bothered. is it really that much cheaper uh, no it's um, not is it so tang- I mean Tangled is, is one of the most expensive films yeah you might as well just do live action now do might live you? action I'm not interested in sound I want new Okay. I, I don't want to see any comic book adaptations just uh, okay. uh, just done in animation. I'm not interested. I don't know why. Can't put my finger on but it. But a lot, a lot, I do the, ex- upon, the uh, exception that that uh, I will say is I do like the Clone Wars. Love the Clone Wars. That's that's a good way of using that. So it oh. does. It can work. You know. Bad news. Yeah. Kerry O'Donnell. Yeah. She's back. Yeah. Sorry, lads. No, not yet. Still avoiding it. Oh come on, alien! It'll get you. You are a mental. Go on, get it, get it, get it. Watched. Come on, come uh, on, come on. That's bad news. Come on, you can trust us. It's you're a tenner on it. Blu-ray. You're gonna love it. Oh, you don't, you get, don't even get, have to wait for Martin. You will. You'll get cheaper than that. Get it. Get on eBay. No, don't bother with eBay. Just get on Amazon. Would you? No, you can get them for two no, or three quid. Don't, don't mess around with Ali people. One or Ali One or whatever. Oh, just just say type, type in spelling mistakes. It'll four, come up. Because oh. oh, well. you don't want all four. She might not like the first one. Just get the cheap, cheapy, three quid Blu-ray of Alien and watch it, and then go yeah, and then email in and go yay or nay. We need to know. We need to know. <laughs> Did you want to chat about the Universal Monsters on Blu-ray? Yeah, what because a waste a, of time that is. That was a big announcement. Yeah, this week. big announcement. Yeah, right to get to bring out a a Blu-ray edition of films that are actually the, their actual source material uh, definition. All the rest of it is not. It's probably been shown in its best quality already on DVD. They might tidy it up a little bit. I don't know what they've got planned, but you know, they, I bought. I got as a present well, off a mate. Full they say well so what so that's what they said with the DVD box set that I got and I got yeah, that so as a the, present the DVD they, they did as much as they can do with that technology and, but uh, they had Blu-ray they, they have to yeah, the game but show. the most important thing is that 
Universal box set had every film in it except for a few. It had most of them. This one's just dealing with the big commercial ones that are, and they're missing all the other stuff. There's a storyline going all the way from... um, Frankenstein through Dracula to House of Dracula, Ghost of Frankenstein, House of Dracula, House of Frankenstein, all them. The Wolfman even. Um, they, they're all part of the story that you can follow right from the beginning and they're only putting a few of them out and therefore the next box set after that, you're not going to get anyone wanting just to pony up for House of Frankenstein, House of Dracula, whatever. So they're just being the big ones. They're going to do well, Bride. The, the they're going to do Frankenstein. Yeah, well, that, so what's well, the yeah, next collection going to be? The, the non-essential the, yeah. the, 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 the non-essential collection yeah you, that's going to sell well isn't it yeah. you know it's it's ridiculous that I just don't see the point if you're going to bring them out bring them out alright don't bring them out for 50 quid bring them out for 70 quid but have all of them that's fine we'll pony up I've already ponied up you know I've got that box set I've got it's great it's wonderful yeah it's got you're fine with that you don't need to see it any that's no problem any more clearer it's, they more wasn't done original. in high def was it so they've tidied it up and done all this to DVD this is just yeah but if they're smart restoration people then they know oh. that the grain has to be there yeah surely so so why why don't get rid of it then so yeah you're going to tidy it up beyond what it naturally was because that's all you can do because believe me thing, listen the DVDs are beautiful I watch them on the big screen at home down that cine room and they look great they look better I can guarantee you I'm watching them better than they watched them at the cinema when they were out um, you don't this, have any pubes trapped in the um, you know you don't have any of that stuff. and the, the thing doesn't get burnt halfway and they have to change the reel you know it's all when that was is it like every, every, every movie you oh, yeah, went yeah, to see yeah. there'd, there'd be a pube yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be, like, you'd, you'd see it crawling across the screen we did see it we did see it recently though what when did we see a hair in the gate in the shutter <laughs> we did see it in at the cinemas recently didn't we because so you were commenting going well is that still where's that because uh, you i think it's because you were going oh this is supposed to be digital in it what's that hair doing there and they just done it done it for shits and giggles like what's that what's that hair doing in there and where what i we need to think because we did see this we aren't going mad <laughs> we, we managed to find the one the one pubic hair left in the in the Projection <laughs> industry. Oh um, goodness! Oh uh, dear! First shot of Carrie this week. What did you think of uh, Chloe's Grace Moretz on her way to the set? Fine. Yeah, I think she'll be great in it. I, I hope she's too. better. I hope she they let her just be herself and not give that performance that she was giving in um, Dark Shadows, where she didn't do a lot. That yeah. character was a bit of a dead end, wasn't it? Yeah, no. I think that's the first time that uh, yeah. she's disappointed me a little bit. That was. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Something went wrong there. I don't know whether it was yeah. Burton's direction or the the choices that she made. It didn't gel with the rest of the movie. She she stuck yeah. out like a sore thumb. Everyone else was given these yeah. over top over the top performances. I know, yeah. And they were getting away with it. And she was just acting properly. Yeah, <laughs> and it sort of stuck out a bit, didn't it? That Did, didn't yeah. work. Didn't yeah. work for me. Talking of Carrie, though, I saw that there was a girl when I was um, <coughs> out the other week and she was screaming her head off and she had all blood all over her hands and I went over to her and I went what what's going on are you all right because I was really worried and then she said oh no Lord, it's all right it's all right sit calm down I just spoke to my mum and uh, I'm not me and her we're all falling out now she says I'm not so panic you know it just means that I'm a woman now and I went right well I don't want to be involved in this either I, I can't stand period dramas and uh, is that the music 
I think um, <laughs> I think maybe on that one that that, that that has to be the music more than ever. Oh, yes. So that's we a got shame. Was, we got a little that, bit done, didn't we? But a, t- a tiny, tiny little bit. We, we we've got enough for another show next week with old news yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. that's going to be out of date. Yeah. But, uh, yes, but we're going to be all about the amazing Spider-Man next week. Is it amazing? God, we'll have seen it. Is it going to be amazing? We shall see. Oh, I like what you're doing with the word amazing. I know. But in the meantime, I've been Mike, he's been Chris, and we will see you next week.
Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. until midnight. Exclusive to Manchester Radio Online. All the latest movie, TV, and entertainment news and reviews. All completely free. Check us out on starburstmagazine.com. 